0: movie Supreme oh man the world first and only movie talk show podcast baby the sands will rise the heavens will part the power will be unleashed please god please give me the power to kill brendan frazier mm-hmm. my name is andy with me as always the sissies will rise smaller
1: um me and Bren Mall Fraser are great friends. Yeah, that's not surprising. How could you say something about him like that?
0: With us as well the legs will part, men's legs of course. <laughs> Braden.
2: I hate small talk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and joining what? us... What?
2: That's from the Is- alternate takes when Arnold kills Bennett in Commando. Uh, I, I have the director's cut of the movie and there's all these one-liners.
1: I, oh, like a, when he says, uh, yeah, let out some s- steam, let out some steam yeah. Bennett, and he hits him with the steam fight.
0: Joining us today, back by popular demand... I mean, back... <laughs> Johnavision.
3: <laughs> yeah, how did I get here? Mall talk.
1: Just I hate
0: sudden, mall talk. All of a sudden
3: I appeared here. I don't know what's what
1: going on. What mistakes
0: did you make in life what to put I, you here? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Breaking news oh this my God. week. Mm. Uh, wounded veteran receives first penis and scrotum transplant.
0: Yeah, big story. Uh, Finally. Guy gets his nuts blown up. He lost his up. penis in a war?
1: Yeah. They. Uh, oh. He was... Uh, it, you remember those mm-hmm. that that fan made take of RoboCop where they're just shooting all the guys' penises off, yeah. like a hundred guys. It was exa- exactly like that. The Afghani's were, they had their own the RoboCop.
0: Afghans. So did he get it yeah. like reattached, like while he was? Post oh, it or whatever because you have to reattach it like right away, right?
1: Well, no, no, this is like year, way no, it's years from later. A donor. This is uh, oh, okay, f- from Johns Hopkins, they've been researching <laughs> it forever to figure out how to do it. I think so. They mm. take like fat, it's like you know, when they uh, they reattach, they they pull your skin from another like your butt,
3: yeah, grafting, yeah, yeah
1: they graft it they in. So they made his penis mm. out of another part of his his body. No, no, it's a donor
0: is not it? Oh, no, yeah.
1: man, it's out of his abdomen. It says they pulled a
2: bunch
0: of stuff. So they from crafted his ab- something abdomen. that looked like a penis from just like a bunch of skin. From oh, his...
2: it's a donor and the wall and, and, oh, and, yeah. and, and mm-hmm. his abdomen right. both. I going to say, that's not the new because I've seen on talk shows where guys have had like lost their wiener or something, and they've had their pinky. <laughs> transferred. And they just have a pinky yeah. where their penis yeah. Is yeah, and they now, just put with the pinky. bone it's and all. It's convenient because your, your
1: Mor- <laughs> is this
0: during your Mori days? Yeah, it's convenient because your penis has a knuckle. Ladies, I will love that
3: I did read something interesting <laughs> about this transplant And that is that they didn't take the donor's testicles Because it would continue producing the donor's sperm
1: well, That would be unethical
0: Exactly. Just take his Because the donor, know.
3: the donor would also then become a sperm donor, but he's dead, so he couldn't. He didn't give permission yeah. <laughs> to, to give a
0: sperm. How does that work? Because when doesn't? Oh my doesn't gosh! That own, is, that's fascinating. Yeah, like does your own genetics that's and weird. DNA play a part into the production of it, right? Like how is someone else's? But I guess
3: the, it, I maybe the way the testicles grow, this it's is, part of how the cells grow out of the
0: testicles. This and is it, it's all. Like, well beyond my medical well, this, knowledge. Well, this play is really convenient. I, there, I,
3: got, I, I got to a certain part of the article where it was like, it won't work, and then there was a whole explainer that was really long, and uh. I hit the back button
2: and continued on with my <laughs> yeah. So, Do you remember when uh, Bart Simpson's writing a test and he puts a fake name on it? He writes boner donor. <laughs> <laughs> I guess this is like a real-life boner donor. This is donor. a
1: real-life, <laughs> I will not write boner donor, so why not? It's, it's a real thing. Uh, th- this plays really conveniently into what I think is a really great solution for this, is if you are a... you tra- a solution already? No, no, the, because you, gotta, you don't want a dead guy's penis. That's disgusting. What you want is a trans woman's penis. Uh-oh. So oh. what are they doing with oh. all of those penises that they're lopping off?
0: No, they, they don't just lop them off, don't they? Like they turn them inside out and make a vagina out of it? Out of the penis? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what weird. they do. Yeah. Nice. <sighs> it's really fucked. I remember I saw some... I <laughs> saw some
1: video? I remember I,
0: I saw, a, saw a, like a, surgery a surgery. I didn't see a, a video of the actual procedure, but like a video of like a computer animated version of it, like as to how it works. Uh, and it was real fucked. It was like folded inside out and then cut a bunch of times. And then, then like knotted <laughs> around to make the nerves still work. It was really, I think a much, even though it was <laughs> like a computer animation, it was still very off-fitting to watch because it showed like a computer animated like scalpel going down the shaft of the dick. and when, it, was, it was a weird watch. <laughs> I think that. Oh. <laughs>
2: just, I'm just trying to think too what it would look like if you took that and then tried to make a penis back out of it. <laughs> uh, that'd be, that'd be, it'd be so mangled and gross. It's, it's like, oh it's. Gosh. Did
0: you ever see there was that, uh. This is com- more tangents, but uh, there was good. someone who took Garfield comic books, translated them to Chinese, and then translated them back to English, <laughs> no. and it just came back. And it just came out gibberish. better. It was better no, writing it than Garfield. it just came out <laughs> complete gibberish because like there's something about our languages that don't translate well. So translating them back and forth like that just completely muddled up the whole thing. So I imagine that's more or less okay, what yeah. it would be like.
1: Do <laughs> you got some dad great jokes here? We're speaking analogy. of Garfield.
0: Uh, <laughs> right off the dome, that one.
1: That was right. a
2: good, yeah. <laughs> You guys remember nice.
1: that Garfield minus
2: Garfield comic? That yeah, that was funny. It was just John saying depressing things. Yeah, so <laughs> it's it's exactly
1: what it sounds like. It's just it's just all the comic strips of Garfield, but all of Garfield's speech bubbles are missing. Entirely, well, there,
0: there's a couple different ones. I've seen that one, uh, but I've also seen one that just completely takes Garfield out of the equation, yeah. and John's just talking to himself. <laughs> oh
1: yeah, sorry, that that is that is what. But it there's is. another it's, one it's, that it's Garfield's gone in. The there's speech, another speech one that lizard. replaces
0: Garfield with a more realistic-looking cat that's not talking. That one's not as good. Same basic concept, but not as good. There's a lot of people just tampering with Garfield comics out there for some reason. My first point is that Garfield sucks. Garfield does. Suck. It's
1: it's a total garbage comic, and there's nothing funny about it.
0: No, it's like the same three jokes that John he just can't hate- get a date, uh, Garfield doesn't like Mondays, and he likes lasagna. He loves lasagna. Yeah. And he pushes Odie over or something. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. That's all of them. these.
1: So these Garfield versus – minus Garfields are so funny, though, because they point out – if you think about Garfield uh, – he can't really talk to John. Yes. It's not It's not a magical show. There's nothing special about it. And they're always the thought bubble, right? Thought it looks bubble. like a cloud instead of like a solid speech bubble. So it's just Garfield thinking these things. So you imagine, well, I guess really John is alone in this because it's just a cat. Yes. It's not anything. So we have, for example, we have three panels here. So the panel is John sitting there uh, with his coffee mug just sitting at a table t- uh, uh, talking. So and the, every and the fir- And the first frame is, let's do nothing today. And then two empty frames of him just sitting there <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with, his, with his coffee mug that's where great. Garfield would have been thinking something, but yeah. of course he's not. John can't hear him, so that's, <laughs> so that's what he does. Is he just says, let's do nothing today, and he just sits there. And you know because of how crappy the Garfield comic is that whatever John Davis or whatever his name is didn't think Like, this wasn't something that he planned at all. He wasn't cleverly putting some layers on, but it works so consistently. Almost every (laughs) single one, if you take Garfield out, it just paints a picture of the most depressed, bleak John Arbuckle ever.
0: I probably revisit this comic strip every couple years, and it's brilliant every time (laughs) (laughs) I revisit it. It doesn't seem to age. It's it's always great.
1: Yeah, uh, another... another, frame is John sitting there just looking sideways and he puts up his one finger and he says with age comes wisdom and then he puts his finger down in the next frame and then, and then there's just another empty frame of him just, <laughs> of him just sitting there just saying things <laughs> yeah, uh, right. de- depressing things and uh, yeah I think there's one where he's looking out the window just saying. That
0: one's one of my favorites because it's like a rainy day outside and he's like I don't remember what it was but he's like ah, oh, look at the clouds gray and the rain I don't even think there's any reason to go outside today. And, then, and, and
1: that's, that's the it. Whole, it,
0: That's the whole strip. It's so good. So just looking out at, the,
1: at the, rainy, uh, the rainy stuff. So forget these inside-out vaginas. I was about to say, how do we... Just uh, give them Just get give get them to, to veterans. I think that's a better use of, of, of the penises anyways. And now you don't have to take... You could get... Think but, about it this way. You give somebody the live penis, uh, the trans person, now they can be a parent, a biological... Uh, parents, and so now you got kids because you got your balls going on but you someone have their else's. Kids. Right?
3: The, remember, the testicles make the donors sperm.
1: Exactly. So, so now, so now the donor gets to be a parent, and they they weren't oh, going to be see, previously. Right. So it solves that problem. You get a but, vagina off a dead person, and it's like you don't need a, and you can't really see that much anyways. So you might as well. It's uh, it's not sticking out. It's, Wait, so it's the all vagina's
0: going? Where's the vagina on a dead person? This is getting. I mean this was already yeah, if we weird, just swap them up a little bit, weird.
1: you can get way more benefits out of this system because now you get a live penis and the donor gets to be a parent instead of just a dead guy. Well, why wouldn't
2: they just freeze a bunch of their sperm before they transitioned? That seems like a more feasible option, but wait, what <laughs> I'm still thinking about the tranny donating their, their balls and their
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. Wiener. But what do you
2: I don't know what you're saying, so you're I think you're just confused. Do people yeah, we, do that? We, Freezer their sperm. That's that joke. I thought you were. I you gotta don't know, get a trans man. person they, they on this do. show
1: someday, just so I can yeah. ask them all sorts of questions about this kind of stuff.
0: I don't know what you're talking about. All this is perfectly <laughs> normal. Trans people live a completely normal life. I don't know what you're talking about. All
1: very <laughs> no, but, normal. But, but but do they donate their sperm? So but but some some do. It's not like no, a they prerequisite they to in a trans But you trans can't have, you yeah. can't have a baby if you transition, right? Like they haven't figured that out yet, have they?
3: Like the, like a
0: man who becomes a woman,
2: and then
3: the woman transitioning, you go. But if you fully like, have we? I was article actually about about a couple who one of them was a trans woman and then and then there was a lesbian woman and then they decided that they could have a they realized they could have still have a biological
2: Uh child
3: because um the the trans trans woman had not fully trans um transition but they had a time limit because um of all the hormones it was gonna right wait but so the
1: trans woman can give birth to the baby is that a a legit no no, no the trans
3: woman the trans woman still has the sperm for the baby. Oh, uh, okay, and then it gives it, the it to transition. the lesbian partner. That's right, yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that works. But it's still really, the article is like, I wish we had figured this out sooner. I was just thinking if you could
1: freeze you on sperm and then you, yeah, you could, could have sex with yourself and have your own baby. Later, yeah. if you we're could,
2: making the yeah. trans people seem like total circus freaks. <laughs> Sorry, well, I don't know if it's possible or not. I yeah. think like most of them, the statistics I, I've seen is most like I think only twenty five percent even go through with surgery. Most of them just transition right. with hormones and they live their life that way, and oh, okay. that's kind of it. I
3: mean, the hormones will have an impact on yeah. reproduction, but yeah. yeah. All right, and, and I another, do another another analysis. An article was how most most trans people don't usually when they're in the process of transitioning or making that decision, they're not really thinking about whether the, or not they want kids in the future. So it was kind of like, it was really the thesis of the article is maybe trans people should talk about whether or not they want children while they're also transitioning so they can make that decision while they still have the chance. And then it's not too late.
0: To answer your question, I do not think they have come anywhere close to making it possible for a a guy who becomes a woman and then is able to uh, be impregnated. But Arnold Schwarzenegger did it, right? Yeah, but he's Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> he that, do a, lot that, that a lot of things that most people can't. that
1: that science hasn't you're figured comparing out. Comparing to him an yet.
0: impossibly high standard. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I've I've never seen that movie. Mister Mom is that what it's called? Mister,
2: is yeah. that Father of the Bride? It, no, it's called no, jun- Junior. Isn't the one it? where junior? Arnie has a kid. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's junior. junior. It was. I watched it a couple of years ago. It is. One of the most boring movies
0: I've ever seen. <laughs> I've never seen it. I thought
2: a, it looked dumb. It's a rough watch. Yeah, about, <laughs> Don't uh, recommend it. about as uh,
1: boring as this conversation. It's I weird, suppose. though. Like,
2: Arnie puts a wig on, and he's hanging out with other pregnant moms. And, like, <laughs> half the movie he spends up, like, cross-dressed. And are they just talking about boring Yeah, and he's, stuff? he's doing, like, it's like a mommy camp kind of thing. And they're they're learning about how to breathe. And it's, like, for single moms or whatever. And he's just this hulking dude. They, they, put, they put a blonde wig on him. And they accept that. Yeah, they so just don't think we, anything of it. They can, think it's a chick.
0: I'm, <laughs> I'm going to say now, we got to start the countdown to when some article pops up about this being like this super before it's time progressive movie that came out. Oh, I'm like, saying it
1: right
2: get now. On it, Mueller, get on it. Muller, yeah, get on I'm, it. I'm get a timer. Uh,
1: countdown begins. I'm writing down. Countdown, countdown. Yeah. countdown.
2: I, I don't know. Yeah. What I'm Time saying away. is, we should probably just look right now, and there's probably already an article. <laughs> but you're, oh, yeah. you're right. If it doesn't exist, it will. It's called Junior. Junior, Junior yeah. think piece. Search that. No, but Junior not a lot of not so a lot you're...
0: of these articles, like talking about old movies, are usually in praise. Usually, it's some like condemning it for being right. horribly. So I don't I don't think they would like to do something like that. No. We're, we we got a bit more to go before that starts happening. All right, moving on here.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: we're gonna move on from that. Yeah,
1: guys. <sighs> All right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have this uh, furniture store in town. Which one? Yeah. The the one on the by the Valley Village. And you guys more Not important by Oh that
3: big one that yeah. used to be A and W.
2: Oh I god, I don't know. It's a furniture so, store. It's a yeah, furniture store. I just
3: store. drove past and it was massive.
2: And <laughs> do you ever, you guys ever notice when you drive by furniture stores, every single one is going out of business and having like that. <laughs> yeah. They're always like store, oh, store closing. closing. All yeah. things must go. And then you'll drive by like a couple weeks later and they're still there, <laughs> and they're just having another sale. Or sometimes it'll it'll look like they have closed and they just throw a different sign up and <laughs> uh-huh. you know they're just trying to sell stuff. And like, is it that or is like every furniture store just always going out of business? No,
0: I bet there's there was only, there was only ever one furniture store, and then it went out of business. And then someone saw it and thought, "Oh, I'm just going to buy all that up and start my own furniture store." And then they, they went out of business. And just the psycho- in the genius, same building. We had we had a
1: we had a store like that in in Rosedale where my parents live, like in this little tiny farmer town. And there's this one supermarket that every year somebody buys, and then it goes out of business. <laughs> and, then, and then, oh yeah, we're going to buy it all. Like I think the last person who bought it, the guy before. Uh, you know convinced him to buy all his stock along with it so he ended up paying i think like t- i think he paid probably 10 grand for a bunch of crap stock for it that he couldn't sell and then this guy stuck with it and then they just can't sell so it's just it's just constant <laughs> recycling of some idiot being like oh you, you know it'd be really great if we had a had a second convenience store in this tiny tiny town <laughs> that only needs one convenience yeah. store <laughs> and right now i think it's it's karate and hot dogs or something. Like they're yeah. always trying to combine different things into, this, into the one building, trying yeah. to take some... It's always the most bizarre, bizarre plans ever. Uh,
2: <laughs> it's, uh, God. Have you been in that furniture store? Ice cream store? and sandwiches. No. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to Jag's. For, well, I don't know what it is this this week, what name
3: it is. It <laughs> changes every
2: week. Yeah, <laughs> MGM, Furniture Warehouse. That oh, well, was a, a long nice.
3: word. Yeah.
2: Um,
3: Magnesium, I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> Great store. <laughs> but it was like overpowering the strip mall next to it.
0: This is the weirdest start to an episode. It's <laughs> jumped from trans people, the Garfield furniture stores. I don't know what's going on here.
1: It's my favorite. It's my favorite episode that we've had that, that
0: we've had so far. This is the closest um, to a Muller Hour podcast. It
1: is. Have you ever met somebody who's <laughs> and, 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 and it continues? <laughs> Have you ever? <laughs> uh what's uh you know what's the deal with uh <laughs> Nazis? <laughs> what's the deal with guys with two pays? Uh, so um,
0: which uh, no. restaurant did you visit that had like an overpriced lasagna this week? Or? I'll tell you about some overpriced <laughs> restaurants. Right. <laughs> uh, uh no, seriously though. What?
1: <laughs> what the hell is with breakfast places charging you $13 or $14 for breakfast? Breakfast should be six or seven dollars for a a basic breakfast uh, type thing. And there's only two places, I think, in town out of 10 or 20 breakfast places. Like, if you go to Ricky's, you're going to spend 15 bucks on breakfast. It's
2: bogus. It's freaking ridiculous.
1: Why would.
3: Brunch is the new dinner.
1: Uh, Really? Is that a thing? Yeah, you go out
3: for brunch with your girlfriends and you have your super cool coffee and you Instagram it and then you talk about. Uh, it's cheap. just, ba- it, 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 but it's just bacon and eggs and hash browns. No, I'm not getting uh, coffees it's a, it's or a, it's drinks with Benedict it. eggs Benedict with, with an artisan hash brown. Yeah, on why the side is eggs Benedict
1: so expensive?
3: It's or, the cheapest, uh, crappiest English muffin
1: bun with an egg and a tiny slice of ham on it. Or or, or a waffle with
0: some strawberries on it. Eleven thirty-five. Yeah, I can tell you. Usually when I go to. Uh, a place like Ricky's. I don't mind Ricky's. I'm not diehard in love with it. But your breakfast uh, bowl—it's a bunch of break- potatoes com- compared for $15. to the places that that you always drag me these hole-in-the-wall places. That it, usually I can get like a seven-dollar breakfast. That's just okay. I I'm, found like I get like a fifteen dollars one at Ricky's, and yeah, I know I'm being ripped off because it's just eggs and pancakes and a couple sausage or whatever. But I do generally find it's a little bit better. I
1: don't know. Yeah, I don't
0: find I don't find it's better. Like, if like I'm sure, I'm not saying that about all hole in the wall places, but the ones that Muller's dragged me to. No, the you, ones you that are, I go are definitely you're better. You're in love with food places that are just okay food at a decent price. But everything, yeah. And, yeah. And, and I, and and you, and another buddy of ours who's who listens to this show, he'll know. Uh, you know who you are. <laughs> yeah, uh, I seem to be obsessed with the food, like the place, the oh, yeah. places that you yeah. love. Bugs. It's always the, fir- the first point that's always brought up is how cheap it is. It's like, oh, you can get a whole meal for $5. Like, well, how was the meal though? And it's just like, ah, that's not important. But
1: I, I, it's I, the money. I, I find if I go to Ricky's, yeah. I,
0: if I get one of those breakfast bowls, I take two bites.
1: I'm like, yeah, this is garbage. I don't even want this Wait, I about IHop. No too one's much talking for. about IHOP. Yeah, I, I was going to talk about IHOP. Mueller, but I think
2: for you, the price. Affects how much you enjoy it too. Because you're like, ah, this, the, it should be the best breakfast bowl of all time if it's 15 bucks. And you're like, Let mm. me tell you about the best. But it,
0: and it's only $15 <laughs> yeah. we're talking about. It's not like we're taking it out to like the cake. It's breakfast <laughs> though. <or something. laughs> it
1: should be ba- Breakfast is the cheapest food but to But you're make.
0: just looking at st- stuff in comparison to like, this is how much an egg costs, so that's how much it should I'm cost. Not, to I'm not. I'm comparing it. it to dinner. Dinner is $15 and breakfast is $15. $15 is a cheap ass dinner nowadays at restaurants.
1: That's, That's like a pretty is. average. You go to a Swiss Chalet, you're probably gonna pay about fifteen plus your tip, so seventeen bucks. For I'm just dinner. saying,
0: it's like fifteen dollars is not outrageous. And if you mm-hmm. go to somewhere like Ricky's, the, the size of the breakfast you get is comparable to the size of a mm-hmm. of a dinner you would get. But you, nobody can eat as much at breakfast as they can eat at dinner. You should what actually, you about? You should not, actually well, have everyone, a big breakfast. Like I don't, I don't, I don't go to breakfast places at like six in the morning or something. I'm usually there at like lunchtime, and I'm just getting a breakfast for lunch. Yeah, well, I mean, the French. time isn't, sure. the, the time isn't what matters. Well, but, you brought up the time. What are you talking about? No, no, I, I never I, even would have thought of it. I'm that. saying as far as how much
1: you can eat, if you wait until 6 p.m. and haven't eaten all day, it's still going to be hard to eat a lot because your stomach is shrunk. Like your your stomach shrinks so overnight. So what were you so talking first- about? What were you talking <laughs> about? When you
0: said people can't eat as much for breakfast. Yeah, you can't eat as day. much
1: for breakfast because your stomach shrinks overnight. So after you've eaten a meal or two in the day, by the time you get to dinner, you're not all ever, warmed up ever, and you can really eat. Not, not everyone's not
0: everyone's eating these breakfasts. And you should actually have a big breakfast. when they wake up. Like I said, every time I go to Ricky's, it's usually because I go with my boss at work, and it's at like our lunchtime. It's at like 11. No, you're missing the. And point. And I've been up since. You're four missing in the, the point
1: entirely. <laughs> the point is, have you had a meal before you had the breakfast at the restaurant?
0: Why would I do that? Exactly. Why w- it
1: doesn't matter what time you eat it. What matters is, have I had a meal already today? Because that's going to expand your stomach and make it more able to I have actually no, have a-
0: I have no idea the point you're trying to make right now. Yeah, you're, you've you're, lost, you've you're way lost off.
1: Here, man. What do you mean? I'm totally crazy here in saying that. Just I just th- don't know what okay, the point is. You're overthinking it's an absolute it. fact that your stomach shrinks if you don't eat for 12 hours.
3: Okay, actually, right. You so- shouldn't eat for 12 hours overnight.
1: Sure, sure, but it, it, and it's a fact that your stomach also shrinks in that time.
3: I mean, it's an expandable ah, thing. It's I like a balloon.
1: That. So
3: no, it's it, not if like it a, has less stuff in it. It's, it's not like be a smaller. balloon. You have to get it
1: warmed uh-huh. up, man. Like if you haven't like if you mm. haven't eaten for two days or something, say you're trapped on an island uh, or some or some crap. And then you
2: and then, I don't know. <laughs> no, it's and
1: then super extreme. And, and then you try to eat something. Like, if you try to eat a full meal after that, your stomach won't just expand. You're just gonna throw up. You'll be sick. Yeah. Yeah, you'll be yeah. sick yeah, because it's shrunk not, over time. Yeah, so what's your point in regards to Ricky's here? What's what's the point that I'm making is that at breakfast time you just can't eat as much because you have been fat... F- fasting overnight, you haven't been eating, so your stomach is all shrunk. By the time no. five or six PM rolls around, you've already eaten two meals that day. Your stomach—the last time you ate was probably three or four hours ago—so your stomach's more. You can eat more, a bigger dinner than you can. So eat. why is
0: my point about someone having a breakfast for lunch, a brunch at Ricky's? What, why is that not relevant? But have, but have you eaten a meal it's already that meal. day
1: to expand your
0: stomach? Probably, but not a lot. My breakfast is my my breakfast is very small. I have, okay, a, well I that's have, really important a to how banana, much you're gonna be able to eat. I have eat. a banana and like a piece of bread and a bit of water.
1: That's a, that's a vital part of the equation as to how much you're going to be able to eat for brunch. For me, if I'm eating a brunch, I probably haven't eaten yet already today. So the point is that I'm paying 15 bucks and I can't eat half as much as I'm going to be able to eat at dinner, and I'm paying for the same amount at dinner. Well, the thing is, the. It, so I'm paying double, no, basically. No, breakfast
3: should be a big meal. The and pl- and breakfast
1: doesn't heat well, so you can't just take home your, your frickin' hash browns and reheat them because they'll get yeah, all crappy. Yeah, you but shouldn't, you shouldn't be taking home, like, any fries or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, like, and that's, uh, most breakfast foods do not reheat well.
2: Okay, the portion like a plate, a plate of dinner and a plate of breakfast usually from my experience are roughly the same amount of food. Yeah. So, it, to support your argument Muller then if you want a $6 breakfast then they should shrink the portion sizes and then Yeah, kids breakfast yeah, for kids. You eat less anyway, There's right? a place
1: in town that Hideaway Cafe. The their food isn't that great, but the only reason I go there is <laughs> like, cuz they have a really small breakfast that you can eat. So I'm like, oh great, so I can get just, just, for the a portion, kids menu. just the portion just the no, I'm not gonna get a kid's menu. I'm not a I child. Got, I, got a, my, I
0: got a breakfast happy meal today. My whole point is <laughs> like you always seem to have this outrage of out of what's it's like, well, this is how much it o- should outrage. cost. And this is how much I, I they're they're asking me to pay, and it's always like a five dollar difference. It's like I understand your argument. Well, if you're eating that out part of 30 your that times part of a your month, that's, that's quite part, a bit that part of your argument makes sense, but it's the outrage over like five dollars. Like you're not poor. Like well, what's it's five dollars? I understand. I'm not saying it's like five dollars is nothing, but you seem outraged about it. Well, it's it's the same thing with coffee. Right Coffee
1: is Okay what's coffee 50 years ago uh, Here put in a nickel And you get your coffee And then Starbucks Comes along And now coffee Is this specialty item yeah, Two
0: bucks been, minimum For a coffee no There's been no Inflation since 50 years yeah. ago Either You <laughs> shit I'm pretty sure sh- No sh- I
1: literally no. open An inflation calculator
3: Right now And see just what is, Five cents is, actually This is a well
1: known Shift that Starbucks Single handedly created And within a Ten year period By by the way, everyone, it, this is the outrage
0: I'm talking about. In, inflation. Outrage. Two dollars we're talking about here. We're $2. talking about something going
1: from 20 cents to two dollars in ten years. We didn't have a thousand percent inflation in that time. We're taking a commodity and just inventing value for it.
0: But they have to pay workers and shit, and they're, they're, they're providing you with a service that you're not willing to do. So I, I, know, I don't 19, have a problem with yeah.
1: Starbucks charging that, but everybody
0: charges that. Oh, you want some drip
1: pot coffee? Two bucks. So should this everything is, just sell at cost? This is this isn't what I'm. You're not. I don't know not, what you're trying to make the argument. Be, trying before to make they made that shift to coffee costing, they weren't selling it at cost. They were making a profit. It was fine, but people just didn't see coffee as that valuable. So people didn't charge. They, so we just have these. Okay. It's like popcorn. It's like pop. Well, you don't go. Oh, well, they have to charge their twenty thousand percent markup on popcorn. No, it's a scam. It's obviously a scam. Well, the markup they on, you're talking
0: about at a movie theater. The markup on popcorn is uh, it's way further. It's than, twenty thousand percent I've looked into it. Yeah, it's also like your yeah popcorn is insane. Like that's a, that's a much more extreme. But market. back
3: to coffee. Jonathan, I here. want so about to first stop. Coffee yes. in North America fifty years ago was water. Yeah, it was my garbage. Par- when my parents moved, when my parents immigrated to Canada in 1978 from Germany, <laughs> some. Some, I really told me story s- with some
0: friends. International insight. Like, I keep a thinking 50
3: hands. years ago is the 50s, not the 70s.
0: So, um, <laughs> so uh,
3: my uh, my parents were like at somebody's house and they offered them coffee and they're like, what is this? Uh-huh. Grossness. Mm-hmm. So coffee certainly has evolved. So it was so weak back there. It
2: was worth five cents. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so it was just That's weak That's what I was going to say too. Weak ass coffee. You go to a restaurant and I, I as a coffee drinker and I, I drink my coffee like a man. I drink a black. So I... I I taste it. And uh-huh. when you go to I a restaurant, coffee like a the coffee's usually the like it's I okay at, a, at like Ricky's or something, some breakfast cup. place. We yeah. go to Starbucks, you pay a little more. But the coffee is way better. The See, and I trust coffee, I trust
0: your opinion. Yeah. I'm pointing at Braden right now, uh, <laughs> much much more than than Mueller's shitty opinion. Because you know about like you drink coffee more than anyone I know. Yeah. Like you drink a, drink a lot of coffee and clearly love it. You're Mueller. You're like me. Like I don't I don't drink coffee. I have no interest in it. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go off about the quality of coffee you're getting, how much you're paying for. Because I don't you don't know what the fuck you're well, talking I'll, about. Well, I'll make it, as per usual. Any
1: <laughs> anybody. My first point is that anybody I know who seems to know anything about coffee thinks. Starbucks is swell um, and garbage coffee. What about
0: what Brayden just said? Do not know anything about coffee? The biggest coffee drinker we know. He drinks it black.
2: I'm I'm allowed to like Starbucks coffee. That doesn't mean there's not other good coffees out there.
0: Okay, what's like the fanciest
1: coffee shop that you go to?
2: Um, Is it Starbucks? No, I I don't go to coffee shops. It's probably Starbucks because I make my own coffee because I like it really strong and it's cheaper. Okay. Well, I mean, I would do that if I were you too. Yeah. Okay. I don't have a problem that Starbucks uh,
1: touts a premium product. Quote. I'm putting big finger quotes in here when I say. premium. I understand
2: that you're you have these hipster coffee <laughs> snob friends, <laughs> and honestly, like I've been to a lot of these shops in Vancouver and stuff on recommendations of. Other like like my my wife used to work for Starbucks and she had a manager who used to work at all these coffee shops. They're always like, like a. You white... guys got to go to these actual coffee shops. Yeah, like I only work at Starbucks and, he works and to Starbucks and we went to these Fancy pretentious and coffee shops. Their coffee was garbage. You didn't. You, you didn't. You didn't I had their espressos and their coffees, and they weren't compared. The espressos were probably better, but the actual coffee is. So like... So is it ju- is it just like a taste thing
1: where you have you have a certain people where they just like this sort of thing, and now they hate Starbucks and people who like Starbucks. You know,
2: kids, kids like
1: sugary yeah. stuff.
2: It's, it's yeah. try. Oh, but this is
1: amazing caviar. So, oh, I'm a kid. I don't like it. <laughs> Getting you know, everyone in there. own tribe. I don't know.
2: Tribe. Like, I've been to Old Hand, this hipster coffee place. Yeah, everybody loves it. Everybody loves it. their coffee blows. Oh, yeah. Really? Actually, it blows. I, it's
3: bad. We actually I'll did, we a, did a segment, Best Coffee and... Yeah, old hand.
1: Man, it cool. sounds like it's coffee bad, snobs is a is a is something to come into. I, I, as somebody who <laughs> drinks no coffee at all, so my second anyway, point is I do I good. do I have no problem with one of these hipster coffee shops or Starbucks charging extra because there's this idea that you're getting oh this is some fancy premium coffee for four dollars or whatever. But you go to a coffee shop, uh, sorry, you go to a diner and they have the crappy, coffee-stained, big uh, glass carafe that they just walk around slopping in. Oh, that's $3. And it's like, yes. why are you charging $3 for this coffee? That's this true. is crap coffee that you just but you get drip refills. coffee I, that you just I hop has
3: the Yeah, IHOP and Ricky's have the audacity to charge $3. Right, because it. They're, they're well, socks, people
1: socks. are... And, it, and yeah. it's all because... People are used to paying this for coffee, so we can charge that too, even though we're not offering any of the premium value or even the idea of a premium value. It's 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 the diner lady with an accent, it just says, like. So again, I want to refill
0: roast, on that. Not, oh, this it, so again, just
3: this to is, their credit, it says premium roast on the menu. Just.
0: <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. It's not that you're wrong in anything you're saying about markups and all that. It's the outrage over what is essentially $3.
1: It's not essentially $3. It's not like you're talking this about this, your rent. This is, this this is, $3. <laughs> this is this $3 cup
0: of coffee. Uh, yeah, they're overcharging. And and. And also, this this insane the view you have on on businesses should be selling things at cost or whatever the fuck you're. I don't uh, think that a business should sell something at cost. <laughs> it should be just the cost of the raw materials. No, coffee doesn't cost anything. more Cost of goods sold for a restaurant is twenty seven to
1: thirty three percent, unless you're doing me, like menu pairing. My point being, and is it's the, not twenty seven percent.
0: Listen to this outrage over a three dollar cup of coffee.
1: Or $5 it's five dollars. You, you, more you keep saying that as if I'm drinking one. I, I mean, I don't drink coffee, but you keep saying this as if I'm buying breakfast one time in my life, and I'm out, outraged over the five dollars. Like, well, if I'm going out to eat fifteen or twenty times a month, that five dollars is going to add up into. When I was eighteen, my like you're whole going out,
0: you're going out too much to eat, motherfucker. No, I'm too
1: busy. Uh, when I was eighteen, my whole budget for eating that? out was hundred and fifty dollars. Now that's just what I'm getting charged in extra crap for things that don't mean anything. Like you go to so IHOP, for example. Um I, IHOP is the most garbage restaurant that I've ever been to. You'll pay twelve or thirteen dollars, and the sausages they they feel like toy sausages that came from McDonald's or something like that. <laughs> At least one of my hole in the wall places, I can get a real sausage that feels like uh, it came from an animal. You mean it, those like little ones that look like like little doggy penises? Yeah, they look like little cock doggy <laughs> weir like like sausages. So. I mean I mean the outrage yeah. is that everybody seems my first outrage is that people go there that they're really popular and they're garbage the food is really crappy now we're talking about something like a B- Ricky's breakfast bowl. I can I admit that that's just
0: not uh, for me. I just want to point <laughs> out again that <laughs> all the places you ever take me are just okay. I'm not praising <laughs> Ricky's or anything like that. You're not praising anything cuz I don't think there's anywhere that you really like. We've had this argument before and I always like list a bunch of places that I really like like Shandar Hut which is That's a not a br- breakfast place. <laughs> not for, not for <laughs> breakfast. But, but we're just talking about food. Okay. We're just talking work. about food uh, in
1: general. My theory is that there is no amazing breakfast food in your books. What is um? Amazing yeah, breakfast amazing- no, no, I,
0: I don't eat that that many breakfasts. So yeah, I probably don't have an amazing. Stand- right, everything but is mediocre saying, to you. I'm so- just saying, in all food places you ever bring me, it's always just okay, but really cheap. But is it? But is it worse
1: than IHOP, in your opinion?
0: IHOP is just okay to me.
1: Right, so, but but you're paying almost
3: double. Oh, this is this is sounding quite familiar. This this Andy opinion. Because yesterday <laughs> I got a pizza that was bad, <laughs> a, a real solid two out of ten, and I think that's generous. Mm-hmm. And and you were like, uh, I don't know, like it's all average. It's an average pizza. I guess the reason I said it's that is so... because it
0: reminded me of several other places I've been to, which seems to be like the default pizza taste. Like it, I've been, it's, it didn't feel like it was like this outrageously disgusting or 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 so much more, or so it? much or so much more. To, yeah, but it was like hours-old pizza, in, so it's not going to look good. And, It wasn't that old. And, and, it was within an hour. He and, just it, it was it. cold.
1: Oh, okay. my point. Like well, the, I was, like the I cheese clearly
3: looked cold. Uh, uh, okay. so. so Just so you're aware, the cheese looked like that When, when he got Fresh. it. Fair when enough. he first when arrived, I, it looked like When I first same. arrived, <laughs> Melissa said... Oh, an Indian pizza? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. too. Oh, said, I was like, what is this? Like, in, there's curry in this pizza or something.
1: It like, looks all weird nope, and crazy. No, those
0: are real normal pizza ingredients, <laughs> or at least I think they are. I'm yeah. just saying I've I've been to I've had a lot of pizza from different pizza places that tasted a lot like that. So that's almost like an average to me. Like, right. like that didn't seem so much worse than these other places. It was that this I've, was I've seen
1: a lot. <laughs> this was the only pizza that I have ever eaten that I thought tasted Bad. Like I, I, I was like, this tastes bad. Yeah, it tastes, it, it, bad tastes, it tastes burnt, like burnt food or something. It was, it was, it was a two out of ten is, is is really generous. But but yeah, you don't have a nine or a ten or an eight, and you don't really have a two out of ten either. Every for restaurant or that, food in general. I mean, for p, pe- I think for most food, I think that your range is a four to six out of ten. <laughs> and I, like you've got nothing outside
0: uh, of that. No, I mean, we've had this discussion before, and I always bring up stuff like Shander Hut or like Greek Islands, like I Stuff like that. Uh, yeah, that's really Chilabak's good. box. Kind of shitty. So price, that's like an. Is that a ten out of ten? Chander Hut. Yeah, probably good. Ah, uh, uh, okay. A good, good in- Hut. That's but you like just guy. really
1: like Indian food too, and
0: and like chilies. I like chilies. So thai, do you do you do you have a
1: do you have a two out of ten yes, for Indian we're food? We're not
0: comparing
3: different cuisines. We're comparing. One cuisine, and then the scale of differences within. This.
1: My, my so argument is, is that I think you have a really limited scale.
3: Other, like I, I,
1: I you what say, "Oh, this is breakfast mediocre
0: food. breakfast." I say, "Okay, well, what's I your ten out of ten? You, uh, you always pizza. talk on this show and talk to me just in general. Like you have this amazing wide variety of palate, but mostly what you just eat is like that thing that you cobble up that you call a stir fry that's <laughs> not, and Chinese food, and that's fucking it. And because I don't like this one Chinese food place that you took us to, you are you're you are apparently this amazing like and you Chong have King. this this culinary oh, King. you have like this culinary expertise like that's how you present it <laughs> but you don't you are you are not much further off than me i don't even think you're any further off so than me. It, i've it, seen you cook you're a
1: fucking slob I, I, and i'm a <laughs> terrible cook by the no, way. no i'm a i'm a great cook i got some pork lines roasted in my cast iron pan professional cooks use cast iron pans they've been doing gee, that right now know. I'm not doing it as we speak. I did it, I did it a few days ago. I, yeah, I got a cast iron my pan. My point I, is,
0: you're a treat, fucking fraud. The way you present yourself I, yeah, as well, this, this culinary genius, you. I'm telling the audience, <laughs> you are not at what, all. Would a fraud
1: season their own cast iron pans by hand? I think not. I, what do you season the pan? Yeah. You, you don't even pans. know what you're talking about because you're not a pro chef like I am. My point being, you
0: always, all the food I ever see you eat is just like Chinese food, McDonald's. Uh, and That's some good. This, That's, that this weird. A great option. I'm doing the finger quotes. Stir fry concoction. Well, I got right? a few different
1: stir fries to choose from. You know, you got your mini potato you farmer just, sausage is, combo. On, on
0: regularity, What's you just you, you just eat combo. like the same few things as
1: well. Chicken salad sandwiches, and great. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I, I, I don't even know. <laughs> my main argument is I I think that. I just want to nail down because you always say, "Oh, this is just very average or very mediocre." And I, 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 think that I don't even think that you have a two out of ten pizza. I don't think that exists anywhere, and I don't think you have a two out of ten I breakfast had, I either. I had a
0: pizza the other day. I don't this, think you have a ten out of ten. This breakfast. wasn't a regular thing, but I had a pizza. So maybe the reason why I thought this was average, like two days before, I like two days ago, I had a pizza that was pretty thick bread and like the dough was heavily undercooked. Like was it was, it, was this a Little was, Caesars was, pizza? No, no, no. It was. It was still dough. No. like it, and it like was soft. Yeah, like soft and like gooey like dough is. Ooh. Like it was heavily Ooh. undercooked. That
1: is a horrifying
0: taste. Yeah. It feels so that, sick so to So that's probably like maybe even a that's zero. A zero. Yeah, that's a to zero. Say the <laughs> Well the ingredients on top were good, so maybe I can give it a one for that. Maybe. They were
3: that good. They were good enough <laughs> to look. You're making you it know, sound like one times, is good. One is when thin, you really times, bad. 20 times 10 out by zero. So I would say bad crust. That's an automatic zero. And if you times ten, 10 out of 10 Bad toppings. That crust by is an zero? automatic 0? Like if, if it's undercooked, I yeah.
0: just
1: I just throw the crust out anyways, so
3: Look, I said
0: me. I said maybe. zero wasn't I wasn't, 10 I wasn't is giving it a solid 1. I'm still basically calling it a 0. So the bottom line is do you, do you so have So you a t-
3: finally were able to tell us <laughs> what your on 0 is. We break? finally got that out of you. Yeah, there you go. Now we have to figure out how No, that, how that was that was out for the ten. So
1: the so the do you have an 8 or a 8 9 10 out of 10 for breakfast anywhere?
0: Uh, n- probably breakfast. not, but I don't go out for breakfast And, and a, a lot. seven is mediocre, right? Yeah, but right? this like can be six, based a, off your a, experience. A four it to, could be like I've, to look at it I've relatively. I've maybe gone, in my entire life, I've gone to four different breakfast places. <laughs> like, I don't go out for breakfast <laughs> What about Cookies Grill? I've been there once, and I thought it was okay. I, like, six okay? Is it, is, is this? do we agree yeah, that, that a seven, seven... it was a long time ago when I went there. Mm. I've been there for a
1: while. Mm. Do we agree that a seven is mediocre? No. So is the six mediocre? A What's, five.
0: I think this conversation Four, is drying up quickly. Yeah. Where we're just asking me what, what my numbers are on different restaurants. I mean, I, I'm trying to back
1: you into a corner that that you literally
0: can't define a non-mediocre breakfast restaurant. <laughs> I'm basing, when I say, when I talk about your uh, okay food places you bring to me, I'm talking about more than just Breakfast. Okay, well, where I'm talking just about breakfast. So the point is, just like yeah, you're moving the fucking goalpost. I'm, ta- <laughs> I'm talking silly. about
1: breakfast here. That's that's where that's where I brought in. I'm not he the did. one talking he about pizza. Mr. Guy. Mr. Goalpost Movers over here. Uh,
0: I can I can say that uh, the place, the one place you've taken me for breakfast. I don't want to trash it because it's just a little home business or anything. Yeah, it's <laughs> just <laughs> uh, some Asian guy it, running it, around. It in there. didn't it didn't feel as good to yeah. as Ricky's to me, despite being much cheaper.
1: Okay, so... It's too expensive, mm-hmm. breakfast. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's, 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 I want
0: to present it, a challenge th- to the you. The thing is,
1: breakfast never used to be that expensive. It used to be something that everybody saw as cheap, and they're like, oh, I would never expect to pay much, especially compared to a dinner. I should be paying half the price of a dinner. That's what people accepted socially, and somewhere along the line, maybe it's these fancy brunch ladies or whatever yeah. it is, and- people decided that they were willing to pay more, and now everybody started jacking that crap up, I also and know. I also garbage. could blame
3: it on one other thing. Okay baby boomers they <laughs> yes. grew up with the cheap breakfast and they yeah. didn't
0: complain when it got more expensive
3: uh, except compl- until they, they well, yeah they, they should have been
0: complaining also- like me i want to present a challenge to you anytime you're talking to someone about uh, your opinion on a food place try and go Either the bulk of your argument or just at least the first five minutes of the argument without talking about the price of the place. Because any time you ever bring up a food place, me and why it's so terrible, it's always because it's just slightly overpriced. When I say slightly, you're going to bring up something well, like, what am I- oh, it's, it's a 50% markup, that's 50%, that's not nothing. But it's still, when you're talking about 50% when, it, and actually you're talking about like 3 to $5, it's like, yeah, it's you're right, but is it that outrageous? That's my point. And that's my challenge to you is when you're talking about some food place that you either really love or really hate, don't bring up the price for at least 5 minutes you, when you're doing. it. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I, have I ever brought up the price for Chongqing? Uh,
1: it's cuz it's good. Don't need to. That one, and if I bring it up no, right now, but, you, you know, because anyway, we have talked about this for an hour, so I think I beat yeah. your 5 minute rule. Uh, it's I think it's a pretty expensive but you spent Chinese the whole fucking food place. I'm talking
0: about the cost of stuff. You have not beat the that's 5 be, minute that's rule. That's because it's the in, first thing you brought up no, I, when we've, for the amount of time we've talked, talked
1: about King though, past. on this podcast. Anyway, so I, so I, I got I, tired some of this conversation. Or if we talk about something like the keg, it's like I can go on and on about how great those steaks are, and I don't need to talk about—it's I, I, expensive, it, but it's really good, and it's worth the value. In Chilliwack, there's not really anything that's so good that it should be expensive. Like we don't have really good food here. Is there anything really good other than, yeah, Greek islands and Shandar hut and— Chili's? Chili's
0: is really good, too. We don't have any... I don't
1: talk about the price on good food. We don't have... I only talk about the price longer. on crap. food. We don't food. have
0: basically any food places that it's, like, above a $30 meal. Like, we have nowhere near that. Other than Bravo.
3: Yeah, Bravo. I've never been to Bravo. I, I haven't either. I walked past it a lot. <laughs> <I've> <laughs> if never it's not good, it. nice it's coming
1: in price. on this podcast for being overpriced. Moving it's garbage. It so, you guys have a... You guys got a, a movie... Summer here. The
0: movie that we
2: were forced to watch last
0: night. <laughs> when am I expected to headline this? Mm. The most hated movie ever this week is uh, The Mummy. The oh, 19, yeah. 1999? Yeah, 1999. Version of the Mummy. Not that the, you mean uh, my most loved
1: movie ever this week, The I, Mummy? I don't understand why you and other people love this
0: movie so much. Because it's great. It's, it's it's okay. It's like uh, it's the Mueller's favorite restaurants of movies. It's let me. Just okay. <laughs> just,
1: <laughs> let me. Let me tell you. If if you don't have Indiana Jones and you and you don't want the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, the Mummy is, is your is your next best option. You know there it's are better. Than there the are con-
0: there are other Indiana Jones movies.
1: Be, be, besides the besides the actual Indiana yeah, Jones. Yeah, Young movies. Indiana Jones. Bef-
0: besides the Crystal Skull.
1: Be- besides the first three, though. If you've already watched the first three from the 80s and you're like, oh, well, I want some other Indiana Jones, you can watch
0: The Mummy. Yeah, You All can right. watch an incredible... So, here, <laughs> you want the plot synopsis for The Mummy? It's just The Indiana Jones, if there was a mummy there... <laughs> And also Brendan Fraser just stinking up the whole fucking thing. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's the plot. That's the the plot for the Mummy. Uh, (laughs) That's what. That's the Wikipedia. So this uh, is article. We watched this movie, uh, and I've heard like beyond just you. I see people when they first announced they were doing a reboot that came out last year of the Mummy. I remember seeing all these people like, oh, they're gonna, they better not ruin the Mummy. And (laughs) I remember always thinking of it as my my memory of it. Was that it was an okay movie, and boy was that confirmed when we watched last <laughs> night. It's not terribly bad. I can't re- I can't really dig into this one and rip it apart or anything like that. But it's my most hated because you wanted to bring it in so much. I never would have thought to bring this piece <laughs> no. of shit in. It's your most hated because <laughs> it's, it's
3: his most beloved. It in is. It is beloved. It's
0: just okay. It's just I, I don't understand the. So the you would praise. say this is a five the, out of ten. The. Mm. Um, so what's a ten out of ten? Oh, there's a guy. I mean, mean, the the go-to I've always said and I've mentioned many times on this podcast that people immediately think of is Back to the Future. Like that's a ten. That's a perfect movie. Uh, Just recently, we talked about Fantastic Mr. Fox. That's a that's a ten right there. And then a two. Mad Max Fury Road. That's pretty much a ten right there. I have I have a handful of tens. If that's what you're trying to well, I'm referring to your lack of opinion over pizzas. I have a stronger opinion on movies than I do most food. So. Yeah, I would never make I would never accuse him of that.
1: <laughs> There's a wide range of movie opinions.
0: I will even contend that I'm a, I'm a bit simple when it comes to food, but I get annoyed when this jackass uh, Muller here accuses me of it because he's basically just as simple but in a slightly <laughs> so different way. So then The Mummy was a, is a 5. Uh yeah, probably. No, no, it was a 5. It was a 5. It <laughs> would be a 5 if you could ignore uh, a certain someone's st- Stupid moronic face that's always on the screen. I'm talking about Brendan Fraser. Like he's just what's unbearable for What? Yeah, that's right, Brendan Fraser. What a he's a great like,
3: face. He's like a His soft eyes yet chiseled features.
1: We'll get to that in a sec. Yeah, he's so nice.
0: Such a friendly, nice leading man. Uh, nice people can be annoying, especially to look at. Being nice what doesn't mean you you're nice. What are saying? Ni- <laughs> Being <laughs> nice doesn't mean you're nice. Just looking look at Jono while you're saying that. <laughs> um, my whole point is, I don't understand the rampant nostalgia for this movie. I, this this comes up every now and I see it. people comment on it and there seems to be a, the massive nostalgia for it. I don't mm-hmm. get that. I understand where someone would see it and be like, that was an alright movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's Maybe a Perfectly it was such acceptable a big,
3: thing to say. Hugely marketed film in the late 90s and as the late 90s becomes further and further away, the more nostalgic it gets. because I
0: I have this oh. abiding memory. <laughs> but there's, but there's still clear, nostalgic for I, marketing from almost I, 20 I years ago. I have this ago. abiding
3: memory that we, that's when the new movie theater in Langley got built, Colossus, there was this massive poster for The Mummy, and I even just remember that going, wow, I'm not watching that film. My experience... Wait, so are you with me on this one, then? No, I was just young. I was really young back then. I was mm-hmm. not up my alley. I wasn't interested in mummies. My experience with this Nobody's is... Nobody's interested is, yeah, in yeah, mummies. True, They're the true, lamest yeah.
2: fucking monster. And... The only I hadn't seen this movie start to finish. I'd seen probably fifteen different times clips of it on TBS. Uh-huh. And thinking, I don't think I'm missing much. And no. I was so underwhelmed. <laughs> and like, look at Brendan Fraser's face. Muller's got a picture of it up on his computer. It's great. And look I, I nice thought face. I always thought it was Fraser. Is it actually Fraser? I have I've been saying yeah, Brendan Fraser this whole time.
3: It's not it's not a sitcom that takes place in Seattle. Whoops. It's a river that Brendan. flows. So I've been comedy.
2: saying his name wrong my entire but, life.
0: I, I just I see Whoops. comments people talking about. Oh, they're gonna they're gonna like how dare they try and ruin the, like the sanctity of the mummy. It's like what the fuck are you talking about? This movie, <laughs> it's it's just yeah. like you're gonna ruin the sanctity of this mediocre piece of bread. Like it's it's <laughs> what are you talking about? It's just an okay movie. There was nothing about what we lo- we watched last night that had like. Any lasting so appeal? So,
3: maybe what it is. So, one of the things, or the criticisms that many of us agreed on, um, maybe perhaps a few things we agreed on in uh-huh. this film, was the CGI. Now, I can recall back in, back in those days that when movies had CGI in it, it was pretty freaking awesome. And it, it uh-huh. was pretty convincing to our little brains. Um,
0: yeah.
3: But now, it's And aged, how, how old
0: would you have been in 1999? Eleven. Uh, eight. Right? Eight.
3: Oh, no oh, nine. I would have been nine. I would have been nine. Okay. Eight or nine. Oh, no, Eleven. Ten. Weren't you born? You
0: were born in '88, right? I was
3: born '88, but late in '88. Mm, whatever.
0: Anyway, uh, yeah, but this late, is the common thing where people maybe they were like wowed by the the, the quickness of the. But insects I, I feel like the... if you're online arguing, getting pissed off about a reboot being made for something you're talking about, oh, they can't, they're going to ruin this movie. You have more of. Uh, they're going to ruin you, the you nostalgia. You have more invested into it than just like, oh, this is a movie I saw as a kid. If, uh, At least in my opinion, you should if you're getting that upset by it. Because I've seen a ton it's of movies.
3: A, it's a fear of the ruining of the nostalgia. So so the mummy embodies this, this historic part in a person's memories. Okay. Well, my argument is that they shouldn't have the any nostalgia was, for this movie. And then now this new mummy is coming out and it's a fraud. It's like basically you have your real parent and then a step-parent comes in and tries to be your parent, but you're like, no, you didn't raise me.
0: You could say the, the same thing about the mummy. <laughs> <laughs> we just we just compared yeah. it to Indiana Jones. This is just people forgetting that that <laughs> right that the, the mummy did the same thing to indirect, Indiana Jones.
3: An indirect, it was inspired by Indiana Jones, not necessarily a reboot of Indiana Jones, because you don't have. It's not called Indiana Jones and the Mummy. Here.
0: That's true, but it's inspired in a way that everything about it almost perfectly matches it's up. It's
3: very much identical, like the character
0: type, whatever. Who? What the fuck was Brendan Fraser's name in the movie? Something. No, O'Connell. Idea. That was his last name. Yeah, yeah. It's that's weird. What they, you remember someone's last name? That's what that they call him because they always call him Mr. O'Connell. O'Connell. Sure. Um, he's basically just a, a shitty Indiana Jones. I don't even know. <laughs>
3: I couldn't quite get what his char- who his character was, like. I didn't understand why he was there. Yeah, that sounds like well,
2: because they burned, they ran they ran the Phrase part of the map, and it. they didn't know how to get to the city. So, no, even so at the should, beginning, should we quickly synopsis? <laughs> I <laughs> already gave the synopsis. synopsis. <laughs> 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 if you guys are gonna start talking <laughs> details of
1: the plot, then we should probably. Okay, Mo, I didn't give give intend us your to talk synopsis. Yeah, exactly, come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just in case you do, uh, mummy, mm, uh, awaken
2: Awakened Mummy, who looks like Billy Zane. Yeah, they <laughs>
0: they awaken not
1: Billy Zane.
2: Yeah, he, uh, he Brendan Fraser
1: Zane. and a uh, few other people go to the lost city of Amunuptra, which is just like a lost city of Atlantis sort of thing, uh, where they're gonna get a bunch of treasure and they awaken a mummy, and then the mummy starts eating all their friends to get all his skin back because he's just a skeleton, a gooey skeleton mummy until and he
0: dies. Until, he turns, he, into, yeah, okay. until he, well, he turns
1: into yeah, and until he turns into Billy Zane by the end.
0: Yeah, you already said he's turning human,
1: and then uh, and then they and then they kill him,
0: and then that's it. And so that, it's a very simple plot, and I don't think that's a problem. It's uh, a big blockbuster like this should be a pretty simple plot. It's also two hours long, and that should have been spread over and two half. hours. There was definitely some when he was mm-hmm. no. so when the mummy comes alive and he starts consuming people to get their flesh and become more human. That was like a 30-minute slog where it's just like, I don't need this... This, this, part, this part of the story of him becoming more human didn't need to be stretched out. And it's actually less interesting. I don't want to... Like, if you have some cool mummy creature, I don't want to see him as, as not Billy Zane. I just want to see a cool mummy creature.
3: Well, what about the cool part where, like, the the insect comes out of his skin when he's almost there.
0: Yeah, so this is one of the, this is one of the things that I can actually as a legit criticism of this movie is this movie is uh rate it's one of the the pinnacles of 90s movies that are just relying heavily on the the spectacle of CGI.
1: Yeah, blah blah, blah bad
0: CGI. <laughs>
1: oh, and oh another, yeah, <laughs> and I don't I don't want to get <laughs> another movie or just talk
0: about <laughs> I don't want to get too far into it because of that, but I'm just saying this is one of those movies where it existed to show off CGI. It's right. not even just that the CGI was bad. It's that the whole thing was like, oh, look what we can do! Now you can see, like, his mouth is decaying, and you can see the teeth inside. and Oh, the animation! Like this movie, almost solely existed to to just show off technology. Well,
1: I did only have a Blu-ray version. Sorry, a DVD, DVD version. So you know, makes the CGI look worse. I, see, you know, the, I DVD, the DVD. Say, I would the it will CGI- make it w- yes. look better.
0: We're, yeah, right on the same point as you're here. It definitely makes it look better because you get the Blu-ray and you got it in high definition. You can see all the horrible 90s, 90s CGI textures, horribly outdated. Because <laughs> this is beyond just bad CGI. This is 90s CGI. And I'm sure we've mentioned that at some point, like how poorly 90s CGI has aged compared to older generation special effects. 90s CGI looks terrible. So... This movie's great. Why is it okay. great? What it, makes it more than just okay? You got some
1: great established. Okay, so you got some cool characters, right? You got. Who's uh, cool? Yeah, well, Brendan Fraser's no. cool. He's like Indiana No, he's Jones. not cool. <laughs>
0: Brendan Fraser is never cool. Yeah, yeah, he's great.
1: He's got, uh, he's got uh, suspenders on that have. Gu- like, he has a gun belt so that he can pull out guns and he pulls out his big satchel of guns and he rolls out and there's 20 if, guns in there and he's all prepared to deal with the.
0: If Indiana Jones is cool, then. Brendan Fraser in the O'Connell O'Connor. Yeah, O'Connell. Brendan Fraser in the Mummy is Indiana Jones's like retarded son. Who's like it's like yeah he's kind of he has the same traits as Indiana Jones, which make him cool, but he just comes off as like mentally challenged. The way he looks and and carries and his it's a great it's a great knockoff Indiana Jones. It's an okay knockoff <laughs> Indiana Jones. What what makes it great? What makes this movie story? Well, yeah, ever so you great? have some awesome action scenes. You got a bunch of
1: Arabs lighting on fire. Uh, they're you know they're fighting all these uh, ancient guardian Arabs guys. I don't remember well. any
0: awesome scenes. I remember a couple scenes that were that were decent. Like it's like okay, that's yeah, cool. they, there's yeah, that scene where
1: they're on a boat yeah. that's lighting on fire and they're like shooting all these guys who are on fire and mm-hmm. jumping off. And it's got a great line after. So they're. Their, their boat, they're, they're trying to get to the Lost City, so they're, they're going down a river
0: on a boat. This is not a great line, by the way. And, this, and, is, this is just no, some it's an line, awesome line stupid dad
1: loves. And, uh, and so, Who's a
0: baby boomer, by the way?
1: I don't know, not quite. He's oh, like, he might be he's on like the, 54, I think. He's, ooh, he's on the cusp. He could be on the younger side of boomers. Yeah, he's on, yeah. All right, four?
0: He's born. Oh, he's a boomer. He's on thin ice I thought, right yeah. 55 oh, right.
3: is the age. So if he's in so, 54, he's a boomer. He's a year or two off.
0: No, if he, oh, he's 54 years Not born in 54. culturally though. Yeah, he's he, not born in oh, 54. culturally though. He seems to have some baby boomer traits, and I think it's because oh, yeah. he's on the younger side. They're just side dad
1: of it. traits, but. Definitely, definitely wanting trains. you to help them with their printer. Just, you know, that's that's that's. that's a lot of anyway,
0: so what's what's great
2: here? What's so, just,
1: so they they're they're in a race with the Americans. I don't really know who. What, what, are they British or something? Or
2: uh, the chick and her the the librarian her brother, and her brother they're British and Brendan was an American who was in prison and they need him to find the city. Yeah, because yeah. he because he's got
1: the map in his head. Yeah, know, so that's a good. That's a good one. So, so, they're, so they're racing the Americans to get to the lost city, and then their, their boat lights on fire because they get attacked by some guys. So then uh, uh, Brendan Fraser gets to one side of the river with his people, and then the Americans uh, get to the other side. And then the guy and the Americans shout over to him and go, Hey, O'Connell, looks like we got all the horses because uh, now they're going to be able to get to the city. And then, and then uh, Brendan Fraser yells back, Hey, Benny, looks like you're on the wrong side of the river. And then, uh, and then Benny's like, "Ah, oh, crap, I'm on the wrong side of the river.
0: Hey, speaking of <laughs> stupid shit that baby boomers are impressed by for some reason, let's get to this week's uh, Baby Boomers Are Shit. Of the week. Of the week. No,
3: we need another song. Like, what's a song that baby boomers really like? Oh, we, We've been over this. to
2: be wild. Oh, we've we been over this. the first. This was that's right. Like, that's right. Yeah, this yeah. This was the first baby So yeah, that could be the, the theme week. song. Taking care of business.
1: Taking care
0: <laughs> of, <laughs> of <is>.
1: business. <laughs> <laughs> I guess <laughs> it, was, uh, it was. That's the theme song. It was
0: Kiss, right? Rock and roll night. That was the first. Yeah, but taking care of business. That's a good one. Yeah, that's good. Anyway. This week, uh, they always wear t shirts that have the place they went on a vacation <laughs> to on the front of it. Yes, and I think they're the only ones that do. Yep. Uh, young. Oh, uh, that children don't count? Young, no, no. Hot,
1: hot girls will wear sweaters of universities.
0: Yeah, but, but hot, vacation. serif fonts. That's, Hot girls NYU. can also kind of get away with wearing but whatever. But that's um, also you know, that's sure. not a
3: vacation. That's I went I went to school here. I don't even think that's they different. went
1: there. I think they just ordered these shirts. <laughs> at NYU, like they just, and they're just wearing it around.
0: So just for maybe those that don't quite understand, this would be like it'll be something uh, like a picture of the Mayan temples and yeah. it'll say Mexico under it, or a picture <laughs> of the Eiffel Tower and it'll say Paris, uh, and they have to be the lamest. Fucking t-shirts. Ugliest shirts. There's yeah. something. It took me, like, I spotted a boomer wearing one of these, and then I thought, yeah, boomers are the only ones that wear it. And, but I started to try and pinpoint what annoys me about them so much because they're super lame. And generally, like, I don't have a strong opinion on what people wear in general because I, I just figure I look like a slob all the time wearing what I'm wearing. But there's something about these uh, tourist vacation t-shirts. They're just so incredibly it's the fucking lame. And no. the no, I know the exactly what
1: it is but I'll I'll let you. And they don't hire a graphic well, designers to do... Well let's
0: see if what what do you what do you think?
1: <laughs> yeah, let's see if I um I think it's that the, there's an <clears throat> There's an implication of some sort of adventure that they've mm-hmm. gone on, I but they just t- bought this T-shirt that that someone just—it's just at some crappy kiosk yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, that they're selling five thousand of a day yeah. to every tourist. It's the and, boomer version of posting something on social media. It's like they don't know how to show uh, off to people, the, so it's, it's they the wear a shirt version. and, and air, I think I think part of it photo. is that
0: they'll have some story attached to it about like they're so proud that they only paid probably like a yeah. dollar for it because yeah. of the exchange rate of whatever poor country <laughs> they went to. I'd
1: be Proud of that. Yeah, yeah I I'll, I'll buy a lot of those
0: shirts. I think it's like them wearing that, they get this sense of this, yeah, this adventure that I went on when really, like, they just probably went to Mexico, which is one of the most like common and cheap destinations, like yeah. vacation places you can And they went to go. it, and
1: they got a travel agent to organize it all.
2: Yeah. Right. Oh, oh for sure. sure. Definitely. Yeah. I, my yeah. parents
1: use a travel agent exclusively.
2: Uh, yeah, I was I was thinking that too. Once like older people and baby boomers are, are toasts, like travel agents, they're they're done.
1: I they're kinda would go done. to a travel uh, you agent. What? I don't know. If you think about
2: how annoying booking a flight is these
3: days, I think that travel agents just need to remarket themselves. There's an opportunity, Mr. Muller. Yeah, just
1: convenience.
3: It's yeah, it's just, just I'll just do it all for you. They center just, They need to market themselves
1: yeah. as just assistance.
3: Yeah, yeah. Right, and then we've redone the whole travel industry now. Thanks, guys. You're welcome.
2: I saw an old guy yesterday wearing a this old raggedy, gross hat Uh that just and it was the plainest hat. It was like red and white and just said. Riviera Maya on. <laughs> 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 like, oh, yeah, whatever you got that, I think
0: so I'm try, again, I'm trying to think what could possibly annoy me, but i I think I think, yeah, Molly, you hit, hit it on the head by saying it's it's something about it, this sense of adventure that they went on, but so I'm trying to think of other things that it might be, and like maybe it's just a way to try and course conversation about their trip that they got to take. they do
1: love talking about those trips, yeah,
0: and and they he, take lots like, of them. Here's, here's a news a here's a news flash for you boomers. Like stories about your vacation are always terrible. Not just boomers but just everyone in general. Uh, there's no way like there's a they suck because they're horrible to relate to and I think they kill conversation as well.
1: I'm trying to think of a vacation story that I think might be interesting so we can test the well, waters. Well, I think
0: anytime so if you have you ever like been having a conversation with someone and even if it's a super lame conversation like oh like oh if it was really hot out or something you'd be like oh man like i was so hot today i'm sweating like crazy and then i say oh you think this is hot you don't even know <laughs> i went down to the philippines or whatever and then of course because they've said that and i haven't been to the philippines and i don't like hot weather so i don't go to like hot places to vacation to uh i'm just i just gotta be like say oh okay even though, <laughs> like, no. like, again, it's not like don't even it was, like uh, was going to be the most interesting conversation. I'm just talking about how hot it was. But at least yeah. you're, like, you're riffing back and forth. Like, oh, man, it's so hot. I was getting warm up, up I was, into a con- I was, I was, Warm up. I was, I was like. out there, and I was sweating like, like a fucking rapist or something. And then they'll say something, and there's a bounce back. There's the, yeah. But when they say something along the lines of, oh, you don't even know hot. I was down in the Philippines, and it, they get a billion degrees. So and, just so we're and clear. And then you just sit there thinking,
3: everyone. all right,
0: you got me. You killed me this because the I have nothing to say to the that. The Philippines
3: is not a baby boomer location. That's Palm Springs. No, I know, the Philippines I know, is a millennial this is, this location. Is, I
0: agree. I 100% <laughs> agree. This is just my example of why vacation stories suck. I, I, I think they're just the death of a conversation. I, I do
1: want to point out that uh, the person Andy's talking about who did that, he to- Andy was told me about this and then I was talking to him and I got the exact same thing. Was, oh, listen- well, you know, in the Philippines. <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> who
0: was who kill- also listens to stories, yeah. this podcast, by the way. I was
1: killing my. Myself laughing, I was you like, Andy "Who called you are?" It. <laughs> but what's the difference? Sorry, like,
2: bro. Like <laughs> when you bring when people bring it up like that, I, I can see how it's a bit smug. But if somebody had like a, a genuinely interesting story about a vacationer, or it's just like saying, "Oh, like how was your week?" Okay, but most
0: of the time they don't because it'll be something like, "Oh yeah, we went to Australia and we went to this uh, animal sanctuary." Again, they, Australia they is they a let-
3: millennial location. Florida no, no, is no, a
0: you can. The only reason I think that... that it is pretty millennial. It's I don't so agree. millennial. I, I don't know of any boomers that would I go think, to Australia. I think it's a little bit in between. The only reason I think about it mm. because I have know I've seen one of these dumb vacation shoots that has a koala bear on the front of it. And that's what I'm thinking about, like a story of, uh, oh, we went to Australia in some animal sanctuary and they let me... Hold a koala bear for the minimum amount of time that it takes to take mm. a picture because they don't want me actually touching this thing. It's just a lame story like that. And like, what am I supposed to say? I don't know. Any, like, well, it's just it's somebody something sharing like, something that happened in their life. It's like,
2: oh, m- I got- may- maybe you just don't care about what happened. <laughs> but to most of, the of these times,
0: there. it's very like. Uh, st- like vacation style stories because they're going yeah. to like like fancy resorts or whatever that right. like lots of other people have so it's not like something where they were hiking through a rainforest and they had to wrestle a snake to the ground or something it's not not that it has to be that wild yeah right. we went, we but had, it's always some like super mundane thing like yeah we went to you know the food was great they let me pat a dolphin or we, something. we or went
1: like. to the grand Cayman Islands and they took us out on a boat to this uh to this reef and the sand is actually pretty shallow but yeah. it's like out in the <laughs> sea and all these stingrays come and you get to kiss a stingray like like it comes up to you and like and pack and packs on you and they even give you uh, some some little squid foods so you put your hand underneath and then the stingrays flo- float over you and they suck it out of your hand uh, that's a good story yeah, right yeah it's a
0: good story yeah
2: it's, it's a great story, story man. <laughs> that's See, it's like if you told me that i'd be like cool
1: like, cool. Yeah, that's yeah, that's cool. Okay, like, let's no, see I if I can.
2: I've, I've never been to Mexico. I can't relate to it. I can't acknowledge that it's a nice story. <laughs> Tell me stories that apply to me, so I can I can it's sympathize not that, with it's it. That the stories. Are that's always... a perfect example of what you're talking about, though. Right? Yeah, that but story? the stories. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. The, but the stories are just very mundane vacation stories. If they have right. an actual interesting one. Uh, I, I can see it, but it's a like lot of time, I, do, I I do see what you're saying. Like I don't mean to shit on people. It's like I understand they go on a vacation, they had a really good time, and they yeah. they just feel uh, excited about it. and They want to express it, but it's a tricky thing because those stories are just really lame. It's it's hard to convey the experience you had in just this short little story about how you get mm-hmm. to hold a koala bear or something. <laughs> it doesn't, even though you had an amazing experience, the story doesn't translate well. There's something about the translation into a story. It doesn't doesn't go across well. Mm-hmm. Taking English English, Chinese, it just doesn't work very well. We
1: went, uh, we went to the Mayan ruins in Mexico, and the mosquitoes were just so bad there that we couldn't even we couldn't even look at anything. Yeah. We were just running through the whole Mayan ruins. I yeah. oh, saw that story. point. Saw that point. Yeah. Saw that you point. Think you oh, know Yeah, I got yeah I got, yeah, this, yeah. I
0: got oh, this fucking mosquito bite. Oh, mosquito bite. <laughs> you don't even know. This was like, the, I've never seen anything look, like it. I'm just annoyed about this mosquito bite. I got, I'm sorry you have to shoot me down about this. It was this.
1: swarms of mosquitoes. Like you could just see <laughs> clouds of mosquitoes everywhere. You couldn't even stop for a second. You just had to run through the whole thing. So it that is would...
2: annoying though. Where like if you if you're saying, oh man, I, I really you know, the what hopping hurt, hurt hurt my knee the other day, and they're like, oh, we, have you ever dislocated your knee, or have you ever had this or that? And it's like that doesn't like. That doesn't, like, you're just taking away, like, I'm, I'm allowed to talk about my hurt knee just because I haven't dislocated it This is it my before. point.
0: I think that it's, it's like, because a lot of these vacations, there's something about a vacation-style story that kills the conversation because it's, it's shutting you down in some way, most of them. I'm sure there's obvious, obviously right. there's exceptions. And th- that annoys me because it's just you've just killed the conversation just to just jerk off basically about the amazing time you had in Mexico. Are we still talking about baby boomers? Sir? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> so uh, yeah, just like bring it. Now we're just vacation. talking
3: about everyone's vacation. Everyone's story. vacation. This all ties, millennials all go to the Philippines and Australia. You need to go on a vacation, shirts. Andy. Yeah, yeah you so need to go on a vacation. When was your last vacation?
0: Uh, I mean, I take <laughs> holidays, but yeah, I don't travel much. Where? Okay, where's the furthest you've been? Uh, Vegas, probably. So not far. <laughs> yeah,
3: what
0: was a happy vacation? Sorry, it was for a wedding.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's even that is that's worse. Even, by the way, <laughs> your, your vacation. It was has all right. It was real really condensed, bad. three days. I'm not going to go off on a story about it. Because you know,
1: you have know got, really got to come see these stingrays. Yeah, you have <laughs> got to go to Mexico. <laughs> well, I can I can get you to talk to my travel agent. He'll hook you up with a, a great deal. We can we can go on a vacation together. Uh, and, and set up and uh, we'll all organize the flights and the snacks. Maybe um, that's
0: what's part of it like because there's something that's a vacation, baby boomer, there's right? So, there's something about uh, like I don't have much of a drive to go on a vacation but if I knew a bunch of friends that were going and they said, hey, do you want to do this? I probably would because a vacation with friends, it's like it's more about okay, let's take this circle of personalities where we always bounce back stuff off yeah. and throw it into a, a weird scenario. Different whatever, scenarios. Like. But when they're just talking about like, yeah, I had this weird meal or whatever and it's not talking about it's like, yeah, I went, to, I went with Mueller over to Europe and we got stuck in some roundabout and he was driving the wrong direction like, <laughs> that's something about that's a story about you as a person and that's interesting and fun but then it's almost never stories I like went to,
1: uh, uh I went on vacation and uh, two days in my
2: zip line broke and I broke my neck <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, see
0: stories about people getting hurt are great I'm yeah. all for those
2: it's funny because this, this mutual friend we talked about about the Philippines we stayed a couple days with them is, is last year uh, and, millennium? Millennium? and I remember Sorry, dude, no, millennium. A millennium. he was Talking about it, and I was genuinely interested. I was like, "Oh, cool!" So, like, tell me—I've never been to that side of the world. And him and I talked for probably like <laughs> half an hour uh, about it. I remember Andy, you didn't—you just didn't say a word, and
0: <laughs> he just sat <laughs> there I silently, who, fuming with jealousy. Yeah. <laughs> like,
2: yeah. I, I've traveled quite a bit, and like that—that that kind of stuff's interesting to me. But I was like, it's probably just something that doesn't interest you, right? Just, like, you, you probably do you not. I'm you don't more
0: interested in why people are the, like like I'm more interested in why he would go. To, I know why he went to the Philippines. I'm not saying he never explained this. Uh, I'm more interested in why someone would end up going to the Philippines than them actually being in the Philippines. It's interesting, it's just interesting to me to, s- to hear about them as a person or why they would do something mm-hmm. so... Uh, dra- I don't say drastic, but you're going to the Philippines. It's a very yeah. different place than yeah. here. It's more interesting as to like your mindset than the actual bullet points of what happened while you were there.
3: Anyway... We need to crowdfund...
0: But all Ooh, this is... Such-
3: listeners, we're crowdfunding, starting a Kickstarter. It's get... Uh, Andy, out of the country. Yes. <laughs> and
0: he's going to go uh, on A me,
3: not a Kickstarter. Oh, a you... And we'll, we'll get him on a vacation, and then he'll come back and tell us his lame travel stories.
0: <laughs> That's all fine, Danny, but I'll tell you one thing I won't do is wear a fucking shirt that has a place to wear. <laughs> you're
1: getting a shirt. <laughs> Send it <laughs> to on it. We're going we're gonna to get you a shirt. Yeah, yeah. You're it's it's just... shirt. You're going to see
3: the shirt. You're going to be, oh, yeah, I need to, I need, I like this place. I need to remember it.
1: Is it the whitewashing of it again, though, the, the this, uh, this commercial, like, where they... They're just good. They're, they're telling you the stingray story, for example. You go on the cruise ship, and there's a pamphlet, and you tell, yeah. you, you check off stingray fishing out of the pamphlet <laughs> yeah. with a yeah, price so. next to it. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah, we didn't go find those stingrays or something on our yeah, own. It's like just, yeah, it's like you saw
0: yeah. a very controlled and maintained and regulated version of yeah. what that actual. So if I tell is like, you- and now you've stamped it on the front of a shirt, and they're just the <laughs> lamest thing that I think boomers think are cool, uh, and I got to say, I think. Tourists like purchased clothes like that. It's like the perf. It's like the poster child mm-hmm. of baby boomer culture <laughs> yeah. what they think is cool
1: so if i so if i go to mexico and in in the backwoods of mexico with some poor family and they they cut off their chicken's head the, the day before and make us a meal of chicken and it's the best chicken i've ever had in my life but then we but had you black- only
0: paid two dollars yeah, for it, yeah. So. <laughs> I, I didn't pay
1: anything for it so even better uh and then uh and then we have black diarrhea from eating this chicken is that a better story
0: yeah, that's funny cuz that's more than just like, yeah, I went to this resort and they had a, a dolphin that you could What look if you at. get
1: what if it's Bozo the, the clown? Is- <laughs> <laughs> you got to get Bozo. Sorry, John. What if
0: the
3: story is you get black diarrhea from the food at the resort?
0: Look, I went on a real streak against how much I just don't really care for vacation stories, but my real passion is of of hate is toward the stupid shirts. It's the shirts. shirts. It's it's the the shirts. shirts. <laughs> they're, they're 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 lamer than yeah. than all of this. Yeah so it's that's just, <laughs> baby boomers are shit that's <laughs> <day>. <laughs> <laughs> a lot longer than I every day that was a lot longer than I intended have you ever talked to
1: people who talk about how they like fusion music uh, jazz fusion uh, or, I'm aware
0: of fusion music but I, haven't, what is, I don't think I've ever talked I've to someone I've always hear jazz
2: it. fusion that's uh,
0: like absolutely. the only fusion
1: there's a, they, they, it's all fusion. it's it? All music fusion? Yeah, it's all fusion yeah. because it's all <laughs> something f- derived from something else that you yeah. combine to. Makes oh. sense with
2: food because you you could take one culture another culture's food and fuse it, fuse it because that's what they, the the other you see here is for, but, like chefs. Uh, oh, it was a, something fusion, which all which sounds pretentious. There's also the fourth It sounds fusion. pretentious
1: because it's not anything. E, 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 oh, you you guys want to have some of these fusion pot, spruce trees out in the forest because at one point in time that was a different species but it eventually fused with something oh, else
0: like, but in, everything Fusion everything everything we interact with in all facets of life nowadays is some fusion It's some fusion of, of some something. hundreds and thousands in, and don't forget of fusion years, children
3: yeah.
1: Fusion show yeah, you want some yeah, some children fusion. We got a, we got we a got, mom
3: and a dad are different We got a Scottish
1: dad and a Scottish English mom <laughs> for for some fusion kids. Everything is some slight variation. At which
3: point does it become fusion? Who did you talk about fusion music with recently? Uh, I haven't talked about who anyone recently. Too, yeah. It's just it's just the thing that you <laughs> yeah, who talk or, about. Where, this where did they touch you? They you? It? <laughs> 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 it's,
1: just, it's not it's not a word that means anything at this I've point? Only
3: I'm music and fusion used together with just jazz fusion, which yeah, is basically so. just so. a genre so. in and of itself. With the word fusion, basically in
1: it. everything's fused with jazz. And you want to listen to some Michael Jackson? It's some jazz fusion. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, yeah, it's R and B. It's it's already it's, there's it's syncopated notes. It's jazz fusion. Anything no, with
0: syncopated notes. Ain't no jazz fusion going on the kind of going in the kind of music that baby boomers listen. Yeah, to. It's <laughs> straight up meat potatoes, boring. Four rock. four. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but (laughs) rock and roll, it's... uh, its Uh, I'm trying to to think about what
0: the fusion is,
1: but... uh, From from blues. Blues. That's where rock
0: music came from. Blues.
1: Jazz fusion is from the 60s when (laughs) musicians combined jazz with funk, rock, rhythm, blues, and Latin... That's just every genre. <laughs> That's like what's missing out of That's there <laughs> from the 60s. Yeah. Right? There's nothing missing yeah. out of there other than classical, is the only thing they didn't throw into that music. Yeah. So you have classical music and then you have fusion music. That's all the types of music in the world I no just described. No
3: one's fused classical and jazz fusion together.
0: Yes, they have. There's absolutely <laughs> classical music combined with jazz music. I guess I don't have a strong opinion on this cuz anytime someone starts talking about any any kind of music that isn't metal I'm just all right well yeah. is, I I'm in the tune out actually that's
3: true. my my dad has a uh, a fusion classical bach jazz album on yeah. record that he played the other day yeah it's it's fusion it's,
1: very it's it, 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 yeah, let's listen to cynic it's some metal jazz fusion <laughs> right yeah. so I, I get that it's kind of, it's just the word fusion that bothers me so much no, i see if, what you're saying if you're like oh it's like a it's like a metal jazz band okay i get it. it's like more syncopated in the but it's no more one jazzy no metal one,
0: this is why I've, i don't yeah I don't, part of why I don't have a strong opinion on it, uh, I don't ever hear someone talk about metal that has, like, jazz influences and just use the word fusion. For some reason, it doesn't come up in metal. It's because they're not No idiots. one uses the word <laughs> fusion. I don't know. There's a lot of idiot metal heads out there. I bet you
1: baby boomers use it. The, the, fusion? This, I, no, none of their songs like have you, anything near,
0: near going to. Work. But that's why they would use Where it because would it would seem it would
1: seem weird to them. So they, would oh, that's some sort of fusion music. I've never heard they, they, it. I wouldn't put would
0: it past
2: that. them, but I've never heard it. Anyways, back to how great yeah, the mummy. Do we, we want to get back
0: to pretending yeah. like this is a movie podcast? Yeah. For
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I want to. Can I quickly mention? You can quickly how do it. Good do this it quick. movie almost was. Almost was. (laughs) It's (laughs) It's, It's directed by Stephen Summers, who's a total nobody. And is he a nobody? Yeah. Well, he's, he's directed, directed like the, a GI Joe movie, a bunch of other a bunch of the other mummy
0: movies. He's produced a bunch of the other I'm looking yeah. this up before we started. Uh, he it,
2: wrote it as well. I saw in the credits. A
0: bunch of that. he did a bunch of the other movie, mummy movies in different ways, directing, and producing, and writing or whatever. Uh, he did one of the Scorpion King movies, which was mm-hmm. like a prequel or offshoot yeah. side movie of the mummy. Yeah, yeah he did some like the GI Joe movies, just a bunch of fucking crap.
2: That so, is it. Originally what happened was the studio uh, wanted to make this a low-budget horror movie. Okay. So they originally enlisted Clive Barker to okay. direct it. Oh yeah, um, classic horror, horror yeah, director. Directed like Hellraiser. I was
1: that. talking to you about how this movie yeah. was basically it had a horror movie so section and it, it. When the mummies eating all their organs, it like eh. it had that mummy. They're they're lost in the tomb and they're trying to get away and they keep finding <clears> trap doors. <throat> it's like a Scooby Doo thing.
0: Basically, they're they could have your, your description of it. Even that. Yeah, even that that like just quick description of it made makes it sound much more intense than it actually was. No, I they definitely <laughs> didn't for, capitalize on that. Scary for a seven year old. Yeah, I found it very scary. I found it tense when I was thirteen or fourteen. For yeah, sure. but but tense like lots of things are scary. Like do you remember in, That like, guy loses his eyeballs? In the, in the that never was ending story when the horse dies in the swamp and stuff, yeah, yeah pretty scary and whatever. But as a kid That's you watch creepy. it now and it's like, oh, this is just kind of I mean children's yeah.
1: children's movies should have horror elements and it's finding Nemo hor- and okay, they go into so the dark there's, area there's and it's difference. really dark. I think Ooh. there's
0: a difference between a scary moment in a movie and a horror element in a oh, movie. And okay. I think well, you're conflating you're conflating them as the same. Horror is more like there's a sense of of dread, and I think it usually speaks to your your fear, your humanitarian fears of some kind. I've never right. really thought about this before. Speaks so to your mor- mortality more. Yeah, like there's, like it's the horror element. The like when inevitability like, of death? When something like a scary <sighs> monster spooks you just once, it's like it's not, there's no horror to it, unless they, unless they, whatever I, it's doing is particularly sadistic. I do feel like so that. I think of this movie as more of just of, it's just an adventure movie, and I think part of going on adventure should be scary moments. So one I, thing I've complained yeah. about kids movies before, uh, before too is because a lot of kids movies are essentially adventure movies and part of going on an adventure is being scared. Like being dangling, scared whatever dangling whatever with taking. one arm on no, the other No, that's not scary. <laughs> uh, I,
1: I, fe- I just feel like the running through a haunted mansion is, is, a, is a horror cliche trope that Cliche. I, I, feel, I feel like it is in a, a movie or like just a yeah, yeah in a, in a movie kind of. I mean yeah. Scooby-Doo does it in this silly way where they're kind of they're it, it, ripping it, it off comple- the trope right? it
0: completely depends on tone uh, I just think that well because you wouldn't, was kind you of a wouldn't scary look tone. at Scooby-Doo and say yeah this is this is a horror cartoon you wouldn't <laughs> say that but they're often it's a spooky
1: cartoon right like it, it's, it's based horror. on some spooky I thing. think
0: there's a subtle distinction and it might be very subtle between just scary moments like that and horror because I watch uh the mummy and there's nothing about it that screams horror to me. You're not... I think... so. There's no sense... What I well, it's, you're just, it's borrowing, like, borrowing horror with
3: elements. With horror, there's like a dread yeah, in tropes. it. It's like an in- inevitability. You know, like sure, you yeah, just, I think like, so. Like, oh, death is an inevitability. These people are going to die because of whatever horror thing's happening. But with like a scary moment, it's like, oh, but, no, the mummy's running around. Yep, yeah, and, and all <laughs> that
0: all that sense of dread is completely torn away when you just when you when, when they show the big scary mummy or whatever and then it cuts over to Brendan Fraser Fraser's stupid face and it's always got some great face. It's always face. got some goofy, dumb looking face going Wonderful on. So any sense face. like there's no horror and dread going on. Yeah, when exactly. It's just like likeable. oh scary so mummy cut to Brendan Fraser and he's going Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> and, and as he runs off screen it's like yeah this is a real horror movie I'm watching right now. So you're going, it, Well, Scooby Doo no is say, a good no comparison. I would
3: say the, the, the final mummy film was a horror film,
2: but I'm curious yes. where it was going. So Clive Barker, uh, the the story he wanted to do, uh, the story was going to re- revolve around the head of a contemporary art museum who turns out to be a cultist trying to reanimate mummies, which sounds kind of... Sounds pretty good. Yeah, it sounds what pretty good. It sounds like a horror He wanted movie. to make it like this dark, dark and sexual movie. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> after the, him and Universal had a bunch of meetings, he lost interest. Next,
0: yeah, because they probably came up and they're like, "Well, we got Brendan Fraser attached." Yeah, fuck. <laughs>
2: no. So, uh, so he was
1: like, "Okay, I'll stick around for a few more meetings." I was going to quit <laughs> now. Yeah.
2: But. So then they tried to get Joe Dante, who directed Gremlins, yeah, uh, on this. And oh man, yeah. really? Yeah. So uh, they oh, and uh, that sounds amazing. They wanted to keep the budget to fifteen million, and it was kind of past what like Joe Dante. Want, his vision was a lot bigger than that, so they rejected. Dante's proposal and moved on. They then tried to get George A. Romero to do a version so of it. So really, they, wanted they a horror. were really going for a yeah, horror movie. Yeah, and then. it was going to be like a zombie style horror movie like Night of the Living Dead kind of thing. Um, again, didn't happen. Yeah, well Romero actually completed a draft script too and, but mm-hmm. so they still threw it out. So where did the turn come? Because that's maybe the interesting. Well, here. they they I do want to mention the guy who directed Critters two got a shot as well. Okay. <laughs> and Wes Craven got approached, uh, and then after that, basically the uh, the guy who directed it, Summers, yeah, was he he expressed years before that he wanted to do it, and he he already had all these ideas for this adventure movie, uh-huh. and I think he was kind of like the only guy chomping at the bit. Yeah. And they're like, ah, okay, you can do I also think
0: this is one of those movies where I don't feel like I can criticize the director too much because just from the feel of it, this looks yeah. like a real studio movie. This doesn't yeah. look like
2: it was driven by one artistic vision. Like,
0: I, I have well, no Steven idea. Steven
2: Summers, want, he, he was on record as saying he wanted an Indiana Jones style. Okay, so yeah, maybe it was, that maybe was, maybe it his, was him. Okay. Yeah, and they, they kind of moved away from but the But it just,
0: but. it felt more like, yeah, this is just a studio trying to, it's like this is a, a Spielberg style movie, this adventure yeah. sort of thing. Uh it felt like a studio movie more than just the uh, one. A bit, yeah. The budget was but eighty
1: million, by the
2: way.
0: Yeah, yeah that's, so that, that's, they, but that's pretty big for the 90s.
2: It just, yeah. But he's, but but Joe Dante back in ninety four. That was when he approached it. So maybe things changed since then. But they should have gone back to him. They should have. They, Sam Raimi should have directed this. Yeah, that would have been perfect for him. So
1: you know who should have directed it is Steven Summers, and I'm glad that he did. I'm glad that he did.
0: So do you have another case you want to present for why this is so great? Well, the characters, it's really funny, too.
1: Like, well, they got they have a,
3: her, her brother, uh, the main character.
0: No, is, I, I think
3: that the female character is a pretty interesting character. Yeah, she's, a, she's, she's a librarian. A,
0: she's, she has more depth in character than most uh, generic female yeah. blockbuster Yeah, they did a good job.
3: Usually
1: do. I'll give her that. Yeah. Yeah, a it's, really a, a it's, a, it's a good adventure story. And they, but uh, what was
0: her name in the movie? Uh, Evie. Yeah, well, I don't think it was. Yeah, it's Evelyn. Evelyn. They call her Evie They call I'm, her Evie a lot I'm
3: really bad with names The Fair only enough. character Who I remembered Was Benji Because he was the best Yeah character. Ben. ben Yeah and
1: they got They got a hilarious Sniveling shrimpy Grima worm tongue Type character Yeah so good And he yeah. joins the mummy And, and it, yeah And it's this hilarious scene Where he he comes He accidentally comes Face to face with the mummy And he's this sniveling guy And he's totally terrified So he pulls out his necklace Of 20 different religions <laughs> And starts like Pulling out the The star of David And like the Islam sign And like and, and he's just like trying to figure out which one That's will save funny. him. Yeah, it was a really funny scene. And Again, I I
0: will I don't think I could ever make the case with this movie that it's truly terrible. I just think it's truly okay. It's terribly okay. It's a fresh
3: slice pizza of movies.
0: Yeah, I guess like there's nothing like the action scenes you're talking about? Truly it does great. have action scenes and maybe they're particularly impressive compared to modern blockbuster action movies which are just Garbage. So you get an okay action scene like The Mummy, where Brendan Fraser's firing a gun while running. You're like, okay, cool. They actually had him run and didn't shake the camera around like crazy, so I could see him running. Yeah, they got some solid, right. solid
1: action scenes. Some, uh, you know, they got cool little puzzles where they're using uh, the light mirrors in the in the pyramid to like they shine onto Wasn't each that other. Wasn't also make-
0: in another movie though? Uh, I don't <laughs> have a it's specific It's Laura Cro- Croft Tomb Raider. I oh. mm. yeah, no, also no, did exactly light stuff in, in
3: Indiana Jones as well. Yeah, that's
0: what I'm thinking. I felt like it was from Indiana Jones, but admittedly, it's I'm not very overly familiar in it with Indiana Jones to, to know that it wasn't just the that. Um,
3: actually, we could even go into my most hated trope for this okay.
0: episode.
1: It's uh, Jonathan, <laughs> time for your most hated <laughs> movie that, trope. I just
3: changed it just now, mm-hmm. and it's the. Ancient civilization with amazing mechanics in their yeah. in their temples. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah that. it's so stupid because it's like oh, just pull this lever. Like, yeah. like they had these like mechanical lever things, and the industrial revolution was it's like just putting yeah. industrial revolution style stuff and this. Oh yeah, ancient civilizations did this as well. Meanwhile, like no, in the Egypt times they were building the pyramids with slaves pulling up. Big huge chunks of rock up up just a ramp. All I had was ramps back then. Yeah,
0: they just threw as much human suffering as they could until the pyramids got exactly. built. Exactly. It wasn't like some they didn't have like it's not like, an
3: it's not an like they had some like scientific Egyptian being like, mm, we can make yeah, this like yeah. this trap. If somebody from a thousand years from now wants to come in here, we gotta make we gotta make sure we make a trap. And so when they when they step on this one tile, it's gonna go in like a computer button yeah. <laughs> and then it's going to activate the spear spinners, which
0: are powered by and all of who these things what? all of these things by the way are always gigantic they'll pull some yes. lever and this giant like 200 uh, foot pillar will come down well, or even something. it's just something <laughs> like advanced technology yeah. would be needed to <laughs> make this even in the work. mummy
3: the whole ceiling of the entire place is slowly not just uh, it's slowly just creeping down, and like go, everyone's got to escape the dungeon. You gotta run, 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 because it's just going down. And you
1: just like, have well, a gearing system to make it fall down slowly. Yeah, but they
0: know? weren't do. They barely had the wheels. But it's back like it's then. also like the entire roof it of the like, place is coming down. Back like, this then, would be some crazy yeah, gears. Yeah, back like the then, going on.
3: back then the wheel was the big technological. <laughs> thing.
1: They have all sorts mm-hmm. of gears in these uh, pyramids and ancient and, tombs. And then
3: what's what about like when they pull the lever and something opens, like a door, a trap door opens. It's what's powering? That some electric motors that came from aliens.
2: Yeah, aliens.
0: Aliens. Now, oh be yes, fair, right. Now the, the when movie's when comes not to as this, dumb as Indiana when it comes Jones. To this trope, uh, I don't have it's It is dumb, but I don't think I have a particular. It's funny to talk about, but I don't think I have a particular problem with it. In that. It's supposed to be a goofy adventure movie. It would be really boring. It's like let's go into the temples. They just go into it and it's just stone hallways. But that's <laughs> is what no, it would. What it's like. That's what it would be. But yeah, it's an adventure movie. You, know, you want to see some excitement. By the way, Brother- it's a goofy, particularly. Here's a question one. though. Like.
3: I don't know too much about adventure history in terms of literature, but sure. I, I do. Perhaps the earliest I could go would be Indiana Jones, because this seems like it, it started there. But I don't know. Maybe there are some old books that were written in the late nineteenth century, and Mister sure. Adventure Man, big character that we don't know anymore, w- went to the Egyptian ruins and pulled believer and it was well well described in the book. But I, that's that's still it's such like an industrial revolution way of like, let's just let's just peel and stick our our perspective of what the past was. I'm going to garnish a
0: guess that you're more of a documentary person than, oh, you, I are, love, than you are a movie non-fiction. person.
3: <laughs> yeah. Nonfiction's uh-huh. the best. Again,
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, oh.
0: I, I, I hate to defend <laughs> something, some something like The Mummy, <laughs> but uh, in terms of movie. The reality is, p- truth is stranger than fiction. Uh, but I think in terms of storytelling, uh, lies tell the truth better than the truth does. In terms of storytelling. What do you mean by that? Because... Ooh. In stories, when you're telling a story, stories that just have the bullet points of what happened aren't interesting stories. That's just history books. You're just learning about stuff. It's like my vacation Um, stories. (laughs) Stories are interesting because of how you feel. Like It's more important to convey what you're feeling. So for example, if I'm telling some story about me driving fast and I say, oh yeah, I was driving and I'm, and I'm telling it as truthfully and accurately as I can. Yeah, well, I, was, I was driving down uh, Vetter Road and it's you know uh, 50, whatever, 60 kilometers now, but I was going 120. And then when it got to Knight Street, I slowed down and I took left here. But it's like, that's more accurate by the points. But it doesn't convey how I was feeling more if I had said something instead, like, oh yeah, I was, you know, I got in my car, I had two minutes to, to get where I was going, which is not true, and I was driving a million fucking miles an hour, and I whizzed past this small child, and, and the wind knocked her down. None of that's true, but it more closely <laughs> portrays how I was feeling than, oh yeah, I was going 120 kilometers.
3: Uh, okay, so so it's you,
0: it's more accurate to how you were feeling, so which is the more important no, part of the story. No one says
3: that nonfiction has to be written objectively. Okay. Certainly, you can add poetic devices in your nonfiction to tell a true story. Now, my rant obviously is about um, uh-huh. taking excessive liberties in creating a fictional world that is. Complete fantasy.
1: Well, I think the slowly falling thing, that's that's one of those those liberties that you take Oh, it would fall, go fast, but there's no tension, so we'll just slow it yeah. down a little bit and
0: it's, I hate to defend the mummy, but that is that's pretty spot. The mummy's
1: a
2: great movie, as Andy's always <laughs> said.
0: As I've argued <laughs> Do
2: you like historical fictions like Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that. Pride Prejudice and Zombies. Yeah. Uh, Pain and Gain. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well that's
3: actually that's a good point because that's essentially what Andy was saying with his yeah. car driving story. It's not that's not it's not the same. It's that's that's it's just fiction again. If you're if you're saying, Oh, I drove so fast that it knocked a woman over, but no woman was actually knocked over. You could just say I drove so fast that I could have knocked a woman over, and then, yeah. then it you're back to nonfiction. But I'm just saying,
0: even uh-huh. saying even saying that, which is which is wouldn't be true, because I don't I don't think my car is capable of going that fast. That well depends how close you are to the That woman. works better for storytelling. Because just saying the bullet points of exactly like which turns you took at which at which street and which is much more accurate. But when you're being told a story, it's it's mm-hmm. just not as interesting. It's not as engaging. It's not as uh, exciting. Because if you're driving fast, you want to convey the feeling of excitement. Like there's a certain danger to driving stupidly yes, fast. Yes, but I, what I'm saying is
3: though. you can still do that in a nonfiction. You just
2: don't lie.
0: I won't. But in terms of storytelling, it won't come across. Talking about
2: knocking a pregnant woman over so hard, she goes into labor (laughs) while you're driving to work. That's way funnier.
1: Yeah, that's a better story. It's more true too, because it's true that that's what I want (laughs) to hear. Roger Ebert says Roger Ebert doesn't really care that much about this movie. He says, "Look, this isn't art. It's not great trash, but it is good trash."
0: Yeah, I don't it's even think it's, it's
1: not quite up there with Anaconda, but it is as much fun as Congo. <laughs> it's like two <laughs> right. two pretty bad movies, what's what's pretty, star, what's two star pretty rating? very
0: forgettable movies.
1: Uh, I don't know. What, does he have a star rating? Three yes. stars. Um, How about out of four?
2: Yeah, he I think this well, is tough. Okay,
1: here's yeah, my here's, here's my most hated movie is people who have a, an out of four star rating. Yeah, yeah no. met, what the, the hell totally
0: is a star, you go from you go from 100 to 75? Jesus. That's a hundred to seventy five? Jesus, huge <laughs> like steep. No, yeah, but but, but it's I'm out sure of half yeah. It's yeah like, but then like, what's three and a half? It's like 87%. It is yeah. not easy to... seven yeah. percent It's not
1: very easily divisible <laughs> yeah, at all. Exactly. It's like five stars, at least it's 20% <laughs> yeah. per Even star. Even five
0: stars is kind of BS. But yeah, it's 10 out like, of four. Yeah, 10
1: out of 10 is good. 10 stars doesn't make sense. You wouldn't have 10 stars. You would just have 10 out of 10. Ooh. Maybe 10 hot dogs. Who brought in the
0: stars anyway? <laughs> Why do stars? What's That's a stars? That's a good question. What, are we talking to children here? Is this, a, <laughs> this is
2: a critic. You, you know, get five of that stars. That is a weird thing. job.
0: <laughs> right? That is
1: a weird thing to think about. Why do we use stars for professional... Stars get a lot,
2: use a lot, don't they?
1: Yeah, it's... because it, well, there you... were
3: five movie stars in a really good movie back in the day, and, yeah, then, I guess. and then... Is yeah. that... The that sounds... worst movies only had one movie star in them.
1: That sounds made up. No, that's, make make it sounds up. Like that sounds like a shit. Yeah, that sounds like a good... That sounds like probably a better reason than why the actual <laughs> yeah. reason probably is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, what? that That's a weird thing for me to think about, so... Yeah, Roger Ebert... Uh, you know, that guy's full of crap. This is a this is a great this is a great action movie. It's funny, as I said. There's lots of great action in it. Cool special effects. We got yeah, cool uh, Statues
0: remember, of Anubis. Cool special effects. Do you remember when like three quarters through the movie when it felt like they ran out of budget for their CGI? Yeah. So they actually had to start using practical effects. And and the scenes got way fucking better. Like for like the last twenty minutes of the movie, they're fighting all these zombie yeah. mummies that get summoned or whatever. Mm-hmm. Some of them were CGI but not near as much as the beginning of the movie and like the non-CGI ones looked so good. Yeah, there was actual craft like put into it. Like not to say that the animators don't have craft or whatever, but uh, it's 90 CGI. Like I said, it has
3: an uh, age. They well. didn't have the computer technology to put. I the def, craft I, I definitely no. thought CGI. the fight
0: scenes with
1: all those practical mummy dudes were awesome. I'll
0: give it. That that's the part of the movie that I think I enjoyed because but, they were legit fight scenes, and it felt like they put a lot of work into making convincing zombie mummies that mm-hmm. actually looked like they were fighting like like mummies. Not. The mummy guy and his—he's fully CGI—and then he turns into like a dust tornado, which still has his face in it. But it all looks—it all looks like reboot. Like it just looks reboot a cartoon (laughs) show. It looks terrible. Mind's eye.
1: Uh, I found
0: out that so
1: O'Connell Brendan Fraser's first name is is Rick. Rick (laughs) O'Connell. Rick O'Connell.
3: I want my my criticism of the film was that they not enough cats. Now you loved this movie, man. Not enough cats. Not enough cats. I there was that. not enough cats. They they had this great thing where the cats were this Egy- Egyptian mummy's weakness and, for some reason. And yeah, they're they the they guardians like of the underworld. Two shots of a cat. I was it, and I want to see more
0: cats. Yeah, they used the cat to spook the mummy away because the mummy comes and they're they're shooting their guns at him and he's completely invincible, like he's not hurt at all, but then. Somewhere they catch on to that he's scared a cat. I don't remember where that the came The cat
2: out. jumps on the piano and he goes, Wah! That's ready. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And then, and then, so another scene shortly after the cat jumps on the piano, Cat. Uh, Brandon Fraser comes in with uh, holding a cat because uh, the mummy's trying to rape the uh, Evie. Evie. Or something. Uh, it's and a, then he, say, runs, he runs. He runs in with TV. the cat, yeah. and it, it looks like he's about to just do something aggressive, like pull out a gun and, and shotgun him in the face. But he actually just he, he pulls instead up of a gun, cat. he pull, instead of pulling up a gun, he pulls up this cat and, and yells. <laughs> and, and, then, and, then, and then and then the mummy he, freaks he out. He says, and "Look leaves. what I got!"
1: And it's
3: like, this "Is a good one line." What if they had brought a couple of cats at the final scene where the mummies are all coming back? Yeah, well, he just the, from the ground somehow, because um, that's where they stored the mummies vertically in the ground, and um, <laughs> and they could have had this like cat defense system. Well, but, you were talking about the cat armor suit.
0: Yeah, I wanted like, look, your movie already has Brendan Fraser in it. Like, let's not pretend like we're not making some goofy piece of shit movie. Let's. <laughs> Brendan Fraser should. He, a realistically, he should have always had a cat on him for the rest of the movie. That yeah, like, just, a that just a made a lot of a sense. Cat No, because great. the mummy. They, they specifically say a, that the mummy gets like more, a more powerful.
1: Okay, wait. are you talking but about? He never, but, but he they never. But he
0: never. <laughs> he cat. never showed any diminishing no. fear of the cats as he got more powerful. No, yeah, he does. No. Yeah, he does. They and, and he specifically says so there's only what, two
1: cats. Once he gets fully formed, they said the cats don't work on him anymore. Anyway. This they, they never happens It's a, a line of lies. dialogue
0: and they,
3: they established that.
0: Yeah, they, I don't believe this. I wanna yeah, But to he was only
3: alive for like two seconds. To
0: Jonathan's, Jonathan's point. It was in the
3: trope that I was looking
1: at. To Jonathan's the cat point, yeah, what yeah, what,
0: what what essentially he's arguing is that was a fun movie moment bringing a cat up against this huge monster and yeah, it was it actually great. working and it would have been more fun to see them elaborate more on it instead of being like oh well now he's too powerful I wanted to see it get goofy and Brendan Fraser walks in with a suit made out of live cats just walking around all slow trudging <laughs> out his arms out real wide because they're just full of cats Cuts, that's cats, what cat I wanted to he looks like
1: a mummy now they're all white cats <laughs> <laughs> so it Looks like he's wrapped in he's got his hands yeah. like
0: over his chest in a cross formation so it, it was good. a fun moment with the cat and then they <laughs> They're just like, no, this movie's being, it's too much fun right now. Let's mm-hmm. get it back to being yeah, they're boring. Gonna do, they're going to fight
2: real re- There's another. Uh, let's just keep shooting
0: <laughs> our guns yeah, at yeah, it, even just, though that was ineffective yeah, when he was less powerful. The cat powerful. was the most
3: effective thing, and they didn't think, hmm, maybe we should bring a cat with us.
0: <laughs> they said it doesn't
1: camp. work. They said the mummy gets more powerful, and the cat stops But again, working. Just, from,
0: just from story perspective, it, it, that used to you took out the fun element yeah, and but just but went back to the boring so element. So just He got more powerful progressively.
3: But you said the cats didn't work once he came back to life. But he was only back to life in the movie. This is the mummy we're speaking of. For a very short period. It was like back to life, dead. That's well, I,
1: think they, I don't think he had to be back to life. Like, he just needed to have a few more layers of skin before the cats stopped working. What? Yeah.
3: Cats work time.
1: okay so there was one other really funny line when uh, when Rick is about to get hanged at the beginning of the movie and so they got a noose around his neck and this like Arabian guy's like gonna hang him he's like some a prison like, pot-bellied prison guy oh, yeah, gosh, oh he's saying things at him uh, so then they so then they say any last uh, requests pig and, uh, and then Brennan and Fre O'Connell Freight Rick O'Connell says yeah loosen the knot and let me go. And then, uh, so the hangman shouts up to the prison guy in Arabic, like, oh, are we supposed to let him go? And he's like, of course you don't let him go. Just keep it, you know, just hang him. Like, what, what are you talking about? <laughs>
0: did you just, see, did then you just they say him. Arabic? Sure. <laughs> Arabic. It's, it's Arabic. a weird way to pronounce
3: it. <laughs> I don't know how to
1: say Speaking I
0: don't know how to speak Arabic, Arabic,
3: man. Arabic. Like, Fair enough. <laughs> did you notice that those those insects that it's go hilarious. really quickly, but allegedly ate slowly. Yeah. Um, they're called scarabs. Yeah, I've heard which that Which sounds like a shortening of scary Arabs. <laughs> no, oh, scarabs are a thing. thing. That's a thing. It's they a
0: they thing? That's a
2: type about, of bug. They, they talk about scarabs in the movie.
0: Yeah, yeah. I wasn't word paying scarab. attention. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they, they're. <laughs> so,
2: what do you think those were? That's
0: the appropriate they way to watch this movie. <laughs> way. Yeah. They're, not they're, paying they attention. Really,
2: they really run fast. I don't that think fast. they ate people. Like in, I don't think they did well, that. But they were a real. Uh,
0: that wow. was. Were uh, they real or are they just a I'm regular part of set. Egyptian I'm like mythology? Up. I don't they think are.
1: them being flesh eating is real, but there are scarabs. That's okay. absolutely they're a very real scary. I would believe that. But I will point out one one or two inconsistencies here. One of them was that. So the idea is that the mummy way back in when he gets originally mummified. Uh, they do exist, yeah. Like, why don't you go look up if scorpions exist too? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Google, our hats that. real, <laughs> our, <laughs> our eyes real. Um, when he gets bi- when the mummy initially gets buried three thousand years ago or whatever, right? He does this horrible, horrible crime. He like kills the pharaoh or something because he's sleeping with his wife. Yeah. Um, so uh, so he, it's the most heinous of blaspheming. So they give him the worst possible punishment ever and they bury him alive in a sarcophagus and they cut out his tongue and they pour a bunch of scarabs on him that'll eat his skin slowly until he gets eaten to death. Yeah, they, right? they,
0: they specifically say that, that the bugs eat slow and it'll be a slow, terrible death.
1: Yeah, and then, um, and then the scarabs show up in 1942, whatever this 23. movie. 23. Right, you're, you this jump,
0: m- you're jumping too far ahead to point at the, the inconsistency. Immediately, as soon as they're, they're putting the, the mummy guy in the, the, the coffin, they dump a bunch of bugs on him and they just like... <laughs> <laughs> like the like, the bugs are all just right. insanely like ravaging. Fast. So them. that inconsistency happened immediately. Right,
1: right, yeah. So, I mean, that doesn't sound very good either, by the way. Uh, and no, then, it definitely wouldn't be and good And then either, later right. on in the movie, they show a guy who's running down a walkway getting chased by scarabs, and he trips and falls. And the scarab... Yeah. Swarm his body, and two seconds later, he's basically a skeleton. <laughs> no, uh, he's, they he's... fucked
0: that up because we were watching that, and I was excited. I was ready because you just see him fall over, then you see a swarm of bugs go of, over his of body. Of walking
1: bees, <laughs> animated <laughs> bees. Yeah. And so like you the can't. Man. It's, there's
0: so many of them that you can't see him at all. And we were waiting for the horde to mm-hmm. pass by over him, and there would just be like a comical, like science lab skeleton, like a perfect, perfectly, perfectly pr- white, perfect pristine skeleton, no flesh or clothes whatsoever. <laughs> but no, he looked all just like like someone took a bunch of look like, closer to what it would actually look like in real life, and that was. But it did only take two
1: seconds. Gone. Yeah. And and that definitely beats. Yeah, the, yeah, beats the
0: inconsistent. The it, it just it wasn't as fun as it could have been. So, I was I was ready for fun in that so, scene. So
1: the idea is that the that this priest guy who is the mummy who is uh, not Billy Zane or who is yeah. Billy Zane because no, he it's looks not like Billy he Zane. looks like Billy Zane. He's he's Billy Zane.
0: Everyone knows who he is too. Like they they all seen him when I mean, when you say not Billy Zane, you're like, yeah, I know who you're talking. I know who you're talking. About. I know about. you're not talking about Billy Zane, <laughs> but I know that guy that looks like Billy Zane. Um. So they
1: say, okay, well he's done this heinous, heinous crime. We have to give him the worst punishment. It's it's like Rome's crucifying, basically. It's e- Egypt's whatever. Yeah, this... mummification is pretty shitty. Yeah, and so they say uh, this horrible, this, it's Egypt's worst curse that we can put on anyone. Uh, mm-hmm. And if anybody reads from this book ever, he'll rise out of the grave <laughs> and will destroy the
0: world. <laughs> yeah, and he basically he'll basically becomes, rule the world. He becomes a demigod of sorts, or just a yeah, god, totally. really. Like, so you're... Not so, much you're, of a curse, is it? So, so their solution... It is until someone resurrects him, because he's just dead, which I guess, yeah, it's not really a curse. You're just dead. Yeah, The curse part that comes in is like, you'll be super It's more super like a powerful. blessing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So their idea
1: for their worst criminals is to make them a god and make them yeah. the most powerful person yeah. on the war- in the planet, or to even make that possible. These ancient Egyptians seem pretty stupid to me. Mm-hmm. That's my only end. real criticism of the movie is the <laughs> scarabs eat him a bit quick which is I didn't I wouldn't want to watch that tripped guy for 25 minutes as they slowly ate him I mean for I think you know truth is uh you get for fic- fiction you got to you got to embellish it a bit
0: Do we want to get to the ad read you wanna before we want to get some we, money going here before we finish with the uh, actual scathing criticism that uh, uh, happens John Visions
1: brought some uh, yeah, money Ill, um, some some ad I reads a sponsor
3: so, um, as you all know, I'm a car guy. So this this uh, so you're able to uh, get get guess, a car dealership. I guess uh, to I guess all the listeners know
0: that now. So <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't we, know we brought that's it up. has have established uh, we, before. Yeah, we but. brought
3: it up before. Okay. We talked about. It. I think my first time I was here. So, do you have a boring Hyundai and wish it had more cultural cachet? Maybe it does. Do you want to know what car your favorite movie hero or character is driving? Well, it's easy to find out all that with the Internet Movie Car Database. It's a website that contains information and screenshots of all the cars seen in your favorite movies and TV shows. Never be left wondering what what sort of Ford-looking car that is, because it's a Mercury. With (laughs) over 1 million cars listed from over 55,000 pieces of cinematic work, you'll have no problem finding that car of that scene
0: again. So visit IMCDB.com. Dot com. So, for Jonavision, this segment is just him shilling websites that he really <laughs> Actual websites that this he website really likes.
3: actually <laughs> exists, and it's the most they amazing... They all exist. Th- what,
0: are you, what are you implying? That's, you, look, I, yeah, all I the products I, exist I that use, we... Yeah. I use spicy wipes all the time. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the,
3: that's, it's just the most amazing thing that this website actually exists, because as a car lover... There's nothing better than just. So you could just go look up your own car and find out what movies it's yeah, been so in? Yeah, so for instance, you have a Hyundai Tucson, a, a boring, you know, mid size crossover. Yeah, let's and, find out what um, who's the first, in. The first um, film that shows up on, on searching for your car is Sharktopus versus whale Wolf. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> That's so great. Do we tell you which scene it's in
1: or oh, where oh, in oh, the movie oh, oh,
3: it's in? I think Does so. Does it have a link to
1: the Netflix? And, and also other
3: ones. Like? Whale Wolf? Um, at v- Sharktopus used, versus Whale Wolf? Used by a character in a car chase. terrible. Uh, I don't see any time code, actually. Sorry, everyone. No time code. Um, it is um it is. Well, I was just wondering sourced, if maybe they so.
1: listed every car that's even been in a frame of a movie. That's what, that, that's what even, it is. I'm on the website right even now. Even background cars, yeah. Even just background cars? Yeah. Like so cars you got, parked. You have a traffic right, right, right. grid in yeah. office space, and yes. all those cars yeah. are listed?
3: Yeah, I think there was a... Who's compiling this? Is it algorithm? A whole bunch
0: of people. I think it's, it's John Avision. It's me.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's Damn. all John Wow.
0: It's
1: these, a a whole bunch of people. These guys some sound, sound like
0: incredibly yeah, some real autism
1: going on here. These <laughs> it, these guys sound like real losers. Who's putting it's just off. it's
0: so. <laughs> thanks
3: for the sponsorship, guys. I remember just go- <laughs> Discovering the site and thinking, "Wow, this actually exists." It's it's been out since 2004. Like this isn't a new thing. That
0: doesn't surprise me.
3: I mean, the website does look like it's from 2004, but there are pages and pages and pages of pictures of your Hyundai
0: Tucson, um, on it, sitting Just, in the background. Actually, there's the a shot from nothing. Home and Away.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Is there screenshots? It's
0: yeah, the website has screenshots. Oh my
1: god! It's a whole grid. It's it's fantastic. I'm looking at this right now. Yeah. So if, if uh, this guy's got a silver one, it's not as nice as so mine. So if you
3: uh, if you if you're always curious Blue. about you know what what car that is, you know what actually another thing I like doing. So you know how I like watching movie trailers instead of movies because they're uh-huh. clearly a better use of time. Cut to the chase. Um, yeah. But also I like watching because I'm a car guy. There's a YouTube channel that just has the car chases from movies in it. So uh-huh. like the Ronin car chase, that's all it is. Nice. And you just watch the car chase, and that's it. That's all I need to watch. Sounds great. It's great. More of this stuff, please. Mm-hmm. So
0: you guys want to talk more about how much you love The Mummy? So the one thing that just I, I can't stand about this movie and several other movies. Well, really. you've, we've heard you say how much you hate Brendan Fraser. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's it's his face. It's almost his face specifically. Uh, he I've talked a, a bit before about how much I hate Franco Face, which is James... James Franco's face, like he that just picture. has, he always looks like this no. completely silly doofus or whatever. Brandon Fraser is like that times infinity. He just completely looks, yeah, uh, he looks like a really handsome retarded person. <laughs> like that's what he looks like. Um, what do what, what you do? Yeah, doing had the, so, the best
2: first? picture of Brandon Fraser. Yeah, my computer's slow now. Uh, okay. Slow down. Um, okay.
0: So. so like his like he's got. His cheeks, they're, they're, like he looks like a monkey's cheeks, because like yeah, the top I'm... of his head is a bit skinnier than the bottom sixty percent, like where his cheeks are, like yeah. they kind of bulge out a bit more. Uh, his eyes are kind of bug-eyed; they're a little bit like too far apart. For like he just, he just looks annoying. And then when he gets to his scenes he also always plays a character that's just some shouting jackass. Like, he's always just, yeah. like, ooh, 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 as he shoots a gun or whatever, he's always making a silly face. And there were several times watching it uh, throughout where I wasn't the only person where his, like, his face would come on screen it'd be like some normal scene or a normal action scene. It would cut to a, a reaction shot of uh, Brendan Fraser and he'd just be making some goofy faces. There's something about his face that's very, very off-putting. Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: that face is an
0: iconic face that's
3: w- was iconic well marketed. Iconic in what In The Mummy? It's a memorable face. You'll never forget the face of Brendan Fraser. That's yeah, like a, so like, a,
0: like a horrible nightmare.
3: <laughs> I didn't think so Never forget it What a great face
0: uh, yeah, But he's, he's it's just Brendan uh, Fraser's
3: great
1: He's so charming You've seen him in last about Blast from the Past George of the Jungle George
3: of the Jungle
0: yeah, when he's that usually playing someone who's basically a retard. Because in *Blast that from the Lone Past*, he's, he's coming. Movie. He's like from the '50s or whatever. Yeah. And he comes in the modern day with like his stupid '50s knowledge and culture. Basically, just a retarded person. Yeah. George of the Jungle. I don't even. What is what happens? In that oh, movie? He's a gorilla. He's got he's, long, he's, long hair. He, he leads he's a gorilla type,
3: right? Yeah, he's basically Tarzan.
0: And uh, by-
1: uh, yeah, oh, what about cast. what about Encino Man? That movie's great.
0: Yeah, basically a retarded <laughs> guy again. Uh, Do you
1: like Encino Man then? I haven't seen it since. So you. Do you like a movie if Brendan Fraser's playing kind of a retarded character?
0: I haven't seen is, one, but I, I, I haven't seen him in one that I liked, but I could see where you could maybe take advantage of that casting opportunity. We need a retarded guy. Get, where's Brendan Fraser? Get him in here. <laughs> That that could maybe work. I don't know. There's so just they just subtly were off. able
1: to cast him as a retarded guy. are like, oh, he's George of the Jungle. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, well, you. It, it's a uh, caveman gets frozen in ice, and then he has to survive. And Brendan Fraser's is like, wow, that's a great slice of life, fish out of water movie. And they're like, he doesn't realize we're calling him retarded. There's you just know, something.
0: Just it's her. it's like we were talking about before when you're talking about uh, horror elements in this movie. You're supposed to you're supposed to have this serious. Adventure, not that adventure movie is necessarily super serious, but it's a more serious moment. The, the mummy shows up, and then it cuts to Brendan, Fa- Brendan Fraser's reaction shot, and he just looks like a doofus. Like There's just nothing. It's like, oh, any, mm-hmm. any element of action or excitement you, is just immediately drowned out by his dumb face. I hate his face, and I'm glad that the world has essentially forgotten about it. Actually, he's, he's made a comeback. Oh, he's made a couple yes, movies, but yeah. let's not call that a comeback because no. I think he's consistently been making it's not, movies. It's not a
3: leading man comeback, but it's it's he's on a bunch of TV shows now, just like any most actors are moving to like the, the Mummy better, Returns
0: you know. or, what, like or the Night, third Mummy. Are, talk, movie? are you talking about Nightcap or Texas Rising or these other shows? No, there's this show
3: I just read. Scrubs? I just read the GQ feature on him, and I can't remember the show he's on. He's on a Danny Boyle show um, uh, right now that they're filming.
1: Boring. <laughs> you, so, have you guys have you guys seen the second Mummy movie, though?
0: No. Uh, I think I did, but I don't remember anything. So,
1: them. I won't defend the second Mummy, and I certainly haven't seen the third one. Uh, so, the second one stars The Rock as the villain. So in st- uh, yeah, and he's the
0: scorpion Yeah, king. he's the, the mummy's scorpion in the city. king.
1: So, it's this big animated scorpion and an animated rock face. Mm. Like, his face is animated as well. They didn't put his real face onto the scorpion yeah and it does look horrible and I think everybody noticed that even people who like it I think I'm, I don't think I don't know anybody who didn't notice how off-putting his face looked. I
0: remember it being heavily commented on and anytime now you see yeah some some shithead yeah. clickbait article that's like oh 10 of the worst CGI in movies ever that always comes up and not, it's not, it's not like those lists are just full of '90s movies like The Mummies where the, the CGI hasn't mm-hmm. aged well. That Scorpion King CGI is particularly, it, bad.
1: it was bad when it came out. Yeah, exactly. And, and so they, there's a Scorpion King offshoot by Steven Summers, uh, which is the rock story. Yeah. And then a Scorpion King Two.
0: Isn't there like uh, four? Scorpion
2: and then a scorpion games? king, 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 king three. Oh, the fifth The, rock one, the fifth one's filming this year. Yeah, there's oh a, a, up to five. So
1: it looks like we got a marathon. The yeah. scorpion in, king movies. In the movies. fourth one,
0: Michael
2: Wait. Bean and Rucker Howard are in it. Really? Yeah, isn't that insane? Well,
0: I mean, they're not. It's not like like they're probably just desperate for work, really. So, <laughs> so let's like, all yeah. talk.
2: Take a moment <laughs> to talk about our favorite Brendan Fraser
1: movies. Andy, why don't you start? <laughs>
0: I don't have any. I don't think I've ever seen him in a movie I like, and that's that's what I. I mean, that's in essence what I really don't like about him is that he's just not in any good movies. You ever and seen he's got Journey to the Center of the Earth? No, that one looks seen good. Journey to the Center of the Earth. I'm sure it is dog shit because it has Brendan Fraser yeah. in it. <laughs> but you've never seen Encino Man because that movie. I've seen funny. Encino Man, but not since I was a kid. So. I remember liking it, but I was a kid. So I remember sorry, as a I, kid
2: liking George of the Jungle. Have yeah. you seen Monkey Bone?
0: Yes, we've seen Monkey Bone. <laughs> was... Yeah,
2: we watched Monkey Bone a couple months ago. It was yeah. weird. It was like Andy said. It was like a glimpse into Muller's head. It was just chaos just and nonsense. M- chaos and nonsense. What is Monkey
1: Bone again? about again? It, was the, car- it was the
2: cartoony one. He gets like trapped into that world, and then Monkey Bone takes over his body in the real world. Dude, Brennan I, I cartoon- you got to talk to me like I've never heard Cartoonist of this. Cartoonist
0: guy creates a character called Monkey Bone, and then it turns out that Monkey Bone also lives in his head, but is looking to escape his head into the real world. And so you see the inside of like the Monkey Bone world, and it's just. Madness! It's just constant chaos of cartoony, random yeah. dog shit and anime stuff going on. And it is like, I just remember thinking this is exactly what I imagined the mind, the inside of Muller's mind looks like, <laughs> just chaos all the time. Well, if, I
1: mean, it looks like we got a lot of favorite movies here. Monkey Bone, classic, uh, Blaster uh, in the Past... Brendan Fraser's mm. he's 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 making it work man so
0: I'm so glad he has basically just been cast aside and forgotten about yeah I know he's still working but he's not working in any limelight he's just just let's just he can work over there in the shadows that's what fine. about keep him off to the uh side.
1: in the army now that's another pauly shore I movie remember that, that one
2: that,
0: He was in a bunch Brendan of pauly, pauly shore yeah. sh- slapdick movies wasn't he Yeah he was
1: Well I've already talked here, to you how yeah, much yeah, I, I have, love the money. I have
0: this is I Great! Shocked at how, at how much how much we could uh, siphon out of the Mummy in terms of conversation. <laughs> it's Such a dull, okay movie that nothing really happens in. It's great. It's okay. No, it's a great. You're weird a, and dumb if you have any no, like hype and nostalgia. It's a, for I can movie.
3: I can understand the Mueller love for that film because it's like one of those movies that your kids you need your kids to calm down. So you just watch <laughs> this movie. Here, we have the DVD. It's it's 2001. No, my how, parents how love
1: this movie. It is not at all a, an obligation. So
3: it was it was okay, family. It's family movie night. Let's watch, Let's the, watch mummy the mummy
1: again. Yet again. No. I'm sure my parents
2: like family movie night more than the kids do. <laughs> <This> <laughs> that's is what the, we mean. <laughs> there's no obligations here. And you guys watch the same like ten movies probably. Probably
1: about the same ten or twelve movies over and over. On a
2: rotation. Uh, yeah. Wayne's
1: World. You got to have in there. Oh, in- right?
2: Independence Day. <laughs> that's, no. a, that's such uh, a, that a, that's like a, such movie a 90s might. movie <laughs> when I was that it, families would
1: watch <laughs> When I was a kid we had those ones Daylight, Dante's Peak Daylight, all, yeah. yeah, We gotta watch Daylight That's another uh, a disaster movie We had a lot of disaster movies when I was a kid But not okay. when I was older uh-huh. Um I'm trying to think about what else. Uh, elf at Christmas, of course. You gotta watch yeah. you gotta That's watch a pretty elf. New
0: one. I know a few people that say that yeah, it's a great year. we watch that every Christmas. It's like, My yeah. parents, we do watch what it every tradition. Christmas. I tried I try uh, to blame. get away. Watch Gremlins, do that instead. Great yeah. Christmas.
1: Baby. Okay, I'm yeah uh, I'm out of uh, energy. Yeah. Uh, I love now. the mommy so much that I'm out of steam.
0: Yeah. So
3: long, losers. I'll feed it. Like and subscribe.
1: Well, oh oh and join our Facebook group. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> uh, real oh, movies yeah. with real men. it's a closed group. So you good gotta, luck finding like it. Like yeah, our you, page and join our group. Yeah, don't worry about the page so much. But uh, if you want to get in the community, you can vote on your favorite movies and suggest your
2: favorite you know. breakfast restaurants. It's a it's great a, place. Uh,
1: post inappropriate memes. That's the most important
3: thing. Invite your friends. Force them on.
1: There you go.